a beautiful naked French chick who at one point turns into a gelatinous blood creature, epic screaming from one of the all-time great actors, London getting destroyed, and space vampires. We watched Life Force. We watch it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? We are Horrible Horror Podcast, and if you ain't down that, we got two words for you. Life Force! Life Force. Life Force instead of, I was Yeah, instead of suck it, I was fake. Life Force, baby! Life Force! Yes, we are Horrible Horror Podcast, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad, they're scary. Aaron, take my job over for me today. All and right. we watched Life Force. Uh, yeah, I was trying to do a channel load DX there. It is SummerSlam weekend. SummerSlam is the biggest block party of the summer. Uh, anyway, but that's not, it's not quite WrestleMania, so I'm not going to go all wrestle out here, but I uh, wanted to channel a little bit of DX. Um, <laughs> you, you've been on a wrestling kick lately. Yeah, well. Doing the wrestling-inspired intros. I don't hate it. I don't mind it. It give me something to kind of mix it up with every now and then. Yeah, it's kind of a little yeah. fun. You, uh, you've you really gotten deep back into wrestling, haven't you? Yeah, I guess yeah. I kind of have. Yeah, I know Chris Samples watches it with his kids, too. Like, yeah, he's, he's Chris, his... Chris will text me during the pay-per-view. He's like, dude, you watch him? Like, yeah, I'm watching. Like, come on, well, this <laughs> And we like, we'll, like, comment on it back and forth through our text while we watch the uh, pay-per-views. <sighs> I'm out, man. I'm out. I'm like the lonely man out here, not watching any wrestling at all. Um, yeah. yeah, you're missing out on some good stuff. I, I NXT. hear it's been... NXT has been great. NXT, I like that. I like NXT better than the actual main roster stuff lately. I, I got nothing. Um, you remember the Brood? They were cool. <laughs> <laughs> 1999. Yeah. Mouth blood galore. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Horrible horror to start to a wrestling podcast, so uh, <laughs> fuck Life Force. We're going to talk about uh, wrestling from the 90s. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're doing Life Force this week because uh, a while back, Aaron, you, Aaron, you came to me and said, hey, let's you know try to find some, let's want you want to do some more sci-fi yeah, horror stuff. and I think that's an overlooked genre of horror, at least from us, from us. We've been, yeah. been kind of overlooking the science fiction, sci-fi well, angle of horror. It's not so much I've been overlooking. It's just like, it's really, it's hard to find stuff, I think, that like, at least that's worth doing or that's fun to do. I mean, everybody knows aliens and the whole alien. Like, uh, once you get past that, it's kind of like, in but, my mind, like what's left, really? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's and that's kind of the the bulk of the sci-fi horror esque side. Yeah. And we've done a few kind of like, um, what was the one I did with uh, Chris? Um, when Jason you were, X. No, <laughs> that's <laughs> maybe, but that blends with a classic horror icon. Oh, uh, uh, but- wait. Uh, uh, was it Creepazoids? Yes, Creepazoids was a sci-fi-esque type of horror movie set in the future. Uh, you know, it was just, but it was more of a monster. Just because it was yeah. set in the future, and it was still a monster, but it was still eh, kind of sci-fi. Just because just it was in it, the future, exactly. Made it sci-fi. Yeah. That was the only thing that made it sci-fi was that it was in the future. Yeah. Um, but this is a class. This is your. This is a good sci-fi horror movie. Yeah. Um, or, or good it falls in that classification. Yeah, I I think so, and that's when I, I, I forgot about this movie for a while. I'm like, oh yeah, dude, we got you, you should do life for it. I know a lot of other people it's been covered before, but uh, it's one that we should find. I've never seen. I you know, it's like let's go ahead. And do I've it never and watch heard it. of it. 
I've heard it just. I heard it originally from um, the How Did This Get Made podcast with uh, Paul Shear and Jason Manzoukas okay. and all that. That's I, they did it a few years ago, and I, um, that's how I first heard about it. But I was like, you know what, fuck it, let's do it ourselves, and because I've never seen it either until I actually watched it. Um, the movie was released on June twenty first, nineteen eighty five. You can find it. It's on Amazon Prime right now for free. Um, I didn't know. I didn't look to see if there's anywhere else I right think now. It's but it's on Tubi, maybe uh, Vudu, and uh, I also have a Roku, and I think it's on their what's called their Roku channel. Huh. So Roku has their own channel, also. It plays commercials during. And that's yeah, the same. so did Tubi, dude. Yeah, I yeah. Like, but it's I get it. Kind of funny. He said, "So do to- so Tubi, do Tubi, do Tubi, Tubi, do." <laughs> um, it's written by Colin Wilson. Uh, who wrote the uh, the original novel? This is play, uh, based on, which I think is just called Space Vampire. Thought it was a short story. Yeah, it's um, a it's it's a short called Space Vampire. I don't know. It was Could short. be a novel. I, I I thought it said novel on the. Well, IMDb said novel. Regardless, it, and then Dan O'Brien wrote the screenplay, directed by Mr. Toby Hooper himself. Uh, that surprised me. Texas too, baby. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre of Fame. Uh, yeah, Toby Hooper. Uh, the cast, we're only going to mention, I think, four people uh, that I wrote down. Uh, first, our main girl, the space girl. That's all she's created. Space, space girl, girl. Is played by uh, Matilda May. Uh, she's got 58 credits, mostly all French movies. She's very foreign actress. Um, but she was in the movie The Cry of the Owl and The Jackal, which was the Bruce Willis Hitman movie back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I used to, I remember the time when I really liked that movie for some reason. Huh. I, don't remember, I don't remember anything about it now, I but any, I, I liked it for some reason I back haven't then. seen it. But I will have to say something about Miss May. That she's fucking gorgeous. Is that her titties deserve an Academy Award. That's they do. A- mm. Her titties may be the most perfect, natural-looking wow. tits I've ever seen. They are stupendous. They are amazing. Fantastic. Yes. Good on you. Woo. Um, then we have Sir Percy uh, Hesselton, played by Aubrey Morris. Uh, this fucker's got 156 credits, dating back to 1948, all the way up to his death in 2015. Uh, he was in Clockwork, Clockwork Orange, where he mm-hmm. played Deltoid. Uh, the, the original Wicker Man, Bordello of Blood, <laughs> with uh, uh, Angie Everhard and Dennis Miller. Uh, Tales from the Crypt and Blood from the Mummy's Tomb, which like a really old one back in the day. Uh, so he's, he's been around the block. Uh, the main guy in this movie, uh, T- Colonel Tom Carlson, is played by Steve Railsback. Weird last name. 88 credits, including Pam Anderson's Barbed Wire. Huh. He played Ed Gain in, an Ed, in the Ed Gain movie. Okay. Uh, he was in American Pie pres- Present the Book of Love. Uh, the Devil's Rejects, hmm. The Hitcher 2, and Alligator 2, The Mutation, amongst others. In The Devil's Rejects, was he the sheriff? I don't know. I didn't look up what part he played. I just... Okay. This looked was looking at what movies he was in, and then lastly, in a kind of a smaller surprise part, I wasn't expecting uh, the great, the all-time great Patrick fucking Stewart Captain, is in this movie. Captain Picard, motherfucker. Captain Picard, Professor X himself, is in this fucking movie as Doctor Armstrong. And holy shit, does he go out in this movie? He has some epic moments. We're gonna, I can't wait to get to yes, later he on. Does. Whoo, I love the one scene of his in this movie. I can't wait to get to that one. <laughs> But that's all I'm going to talk about for right now, because uh, uh, Aaron next said this is uh, Aaron's sci-fi baby. I'm going to let he's going to take over, run the show. I'll be back for the odds and ends uh, later. So here we go. Let's strap in. We're going to do our little countdown. We're blasting off into space with life force. So uh, take it away, oh, Aaron. <laughs> The reason I did is because Marsh. This is a two-hour-long movie. Yeah, it's a long movie. It is long. I should have probably said that at the top. It yeah. is. It is long in the tooth. 
So uh, I condensed it pretty tight, so we're going to go through it. Uh, Excuse me. Oh, jeez. Jeez. That t- That's a good way to start things off on your show. I haven't, burp. I haven't had beer in like two weeks. <laughs> okay. All right. So we start off with uh, Life Force. And- oh, oh, I'm sorry. Get, oh. Before you get rolling, speaking oh, okay. of beer, hand me the beer. Because uh, I'm going to be sitting back this episode. I get to drink now. <laughs> <laughs> I get to take over your shoes and be the drunken asshole on here. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That's the fun part. <laughs> oh, here we go. One, two. Oh. Ah, blast off! God, there we go. Blast off! Blast off! Because we, we open them with the movie in space. In space, and it's going. It's kind of cruising over this asteroid, and right off the bat, we're hit with Henry Mancini, who did the music for this movie. That's right, he did. Henry Mancini did the music for this movie, and right off the bat, we're hit with this music. The music is pretty epic. I will say that this sounds like NFL films. It sounds exactly like NFL films, like Joe Montana on the gridiron, pass for 400 yards on that fateful foggy day in San Francisco. You see Jerry Rice catching the ball, you know, in slow motion. That's exactly what it sounds like. You know, I never thought about that, but you're hearing you do it. Yeah, yeah, I hear it now. It's epic. But it's still, regards the music is epic. The music is epic. It's just like holy shit. All I want to do when I was watch old NFL films. So we're open up on there, and we, we, we come into the spacecraft of a joint crew on the... It's a British-American space shuttle, the Churchill. Churchill. Um, and the Churchill is exploring Halley's Comet. Yes. Uh, it's, it's on a mission to, you know... The final frontier. To research <laughs> Halley's Comet. It comes by every 76 years, so it's a great opportunity for them to explore it. Um, okay. And while it... Yeah. I for some I think it's, I, it's a minor minor stupid point, but I think is it seventy six or is it eighty two? Or I thought it was like I think it's like seventy six, but whatever. Yeah, sure. basically we'll call it eighty. Yeah. whatever. <laughs> eighty years. So 80 years. and while they're they're exploring it, they're like, holy crap, there's a spaceship there, yeah. and the spaceship is hundred and fifty miles long and two miles tall or yeah. wide or whatever, something like that. So yeah. it's long and skinny. Much like my wiener. Ah, you beat me too. I was like, I was like, I was, I was, I thought I said the same thing. I was like, I was hoping to Aaron, like, please, Aaron, make a wiener joke. Please make a wiener joke. And you made a wiener joke. Don't worry, baby. I yeah. got you. <laughs> so I thought this was kind of interesting too. They found this inside the coma of the comet. And I find, wanted to know what the coma oh, was. Oh, you did an educational moment too. Do you have the information on the coma? I do not. Because I don't. Oh. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> like, I thought you let me. I thought this thing, like, oh, Aaron's gonna do an educational moment. No, nope. But anyway, they're like, holy shit! There's a space structure there. Let's go check it the out. Com- this is it's based on what I'm thinking. Based on what we see in the movie, it's gotta be like the, the tail. tail. That's a fancy yeah. probably scientific mm-hmm. name for like the tail, tail the, or the afterlight, the, the glow. The, yeah, the glow. yeah. yeah. Uh, so we meet Captain Carlson here, Carlson. which is green, by the way. Yeah. Let's talk about that, like real quick. The comet in this movie is green. Well, now I grant I've never been in space and seen a comet that close, but every time you see comets, they're, they're not green when you see them fly overhead. Now I don't know if there's something with the light passing through the atmosphere changes, but every time you see comets, like every other movie, they're like orange, yellow, glowing orange, glowing. I kind of like the green. It's green. I like the green. I think it gives a kind of a goofy, creepy atmosphere. It does get played to the science, like the weird, the more I guess, <laughs> yeah, creepy scientific. Or science sci-fi, sci-fi kind of yeah, eeriness. but it's just yeah. weird. Like green, I like interesting it. choice. So this is where we meet Captain Carlson, the American captain on the British American ship. Um, they're like, "Oh, let's go check it out. <laughs> let's go see what's going on." Uh, they can't send back a message to Earth because uh, they're like, "Hey, tell Houston what's going on." They're like, "We can't, sir, because space stuff." You know, <laughs> I mean, I, they'd said something, but fuck it, it's space, space stuff. stuff. <laughs> 
So the there's four of them that go out. Two, three guys and a girl. The only one that we care about is Captain Carl or Colonel Carl's Colonel Carlson. Um, they cruise on in. They find access to the ship pretty easily. It, remarkably easy. They just go right into basically what's a birth canal. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's right there. Yeah. Barely like this thing has no airlock. You just fly right. They just into go it. right. Just cruise right in. They're like, hey, there's an opening. Let's go on in. No problem. And while they're going in, it's like a birth canal. It, it looks it, like it, is. Yeah. it almost reminded me of Friday Five. When they had that like weird colon scene, you know, or at least we talked about it being a colon. When it was episode one hundred, Friday five, or not? No. Uh, Friday. That's from Nightmare. Sorry, Elm Nightmare Street. Street. That five. was like Friday. Five. Nightmare five. Okay. Nightmare five. Yes. Going, yeah. So, now I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. So they're cruising in. Uh, when they go in there, they discover hundreds of bat-like creatures. Uh, they're kind of they they they're, some of them are kind of humanoidy with hands. And, you know, they're like, are you getting this? Are you seeing this? They're reaching out, grabbing the hands. They're putrefied. They're rotted from within. But the bats, fucking bat and bat-like human creatures. Yeah. So it's pretty wild. Kind of look like Man-Bat from DC. Yeah, or or that, like, crossover, like, when, almost like in Monster Squad, when Dracula gets shot. Yeah. And he's kind of, like, half man, half bat. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. All all stud. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> they have it all stud. <laughs> While they're checking out the bats, uh, this light, you know, this door kind of opens. A light comes pouring out, and of course they're like, "Let's go check it out." Of course, why not? So Captain Colonel Carl, I keep going to say Captain Carlson, Colonel Carlson, and uh, his three stooges go off to go check out what's going on. They cruise through, and Carlson's the first one to come upon what looks like. Basically, glass coffins. Yes. And within these glass coffins is one smoke show and two duds. Two dudes. <laughs> duds, dudes. Same thing. And that's where we find our... our, our uh, Space girl. Space, Yeah, space girl. This is where we meet space girl in her perfect tits. Perfect. Oh, my God. And this is where I started jerking off. <laughs> this was jerk off number one for me in this movie. <laughs> and we get full frontal. You get a lot. Oh yeah, you do. You get full frontal on her. Now it's from a distance. So as Marshall tri- so vividly described <laughs> in our watch along, you know you don't get to see the lips and pubic hair. <laughs> you really broke it down. <laughs> anyway, but there she is, looking great. Now of course she's full frontal, complete, yeah. and the guys they're naked too, but just conveniently just there's convenient. shadows. No wang, no yeah, wang. Just, just conven- Sorry, ladies and people who dig wangs. You yeah. know, just. Sorry, not going to be for you. So, the crew decides to bring him back. They recover the three aliens, and they also bring back one of the bat people. Or bat-humanoid hybrids, yeah. whatever. They bring him back to the ship. In and the space bag. What they call it? Or specimen bag. Yeah. Which is, I find that they call it, use the word bag, because it's just a net. It's a net. It's just, There's no yeah. bag. It's just a net that drape <laughs> over this thing. It's like a fisherman's net. Yeah, so... Um, they, they bring them back and they say, hey, we're going to go ahead and bring these back to Earth. So, however, during their return journey, Mission Control loses contact with the Churchill. Uh, and it says, it, it says 30 days later. Yes. So 30 days have gone by and they know that the Churchill is coming back, but they can't communicate with it. They, they see that it's coming back. It's It's got a odd reentry orbit. It's not quite going to make it. You know, it's pretty close. It's like they haven't adjusted. Why haven't they adjusted? They can't communicate with him. And they're like, and they just kind of look at each other and go, Columbia? Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when they send the rocket ship Columbia up to intercept the Churchill to dock with it and find out what's going on. Send a rescue mission, basically. Um, and during these space shots, 
when they're in space shot and the Columbia is going to intercept the Churchill, a lot of these shots are like upside down or spinning slowly. Oh yeah, it, 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 I mean that's your and you know eighties sci-fi. It's like, it's, what, it's like how we make it's like sci-fi one hundred and one basically. Right. Like, if you want to make something. Sci-fi. Oh, just give it weird camera angles. Spin how, them how, upside down. How are we gonna make this? Everyone know they're in space. It's like spin it around, spin around the. Ca- I'm getting <laughs> nauseous almost. I'm just like, oh, don't watch this with a hangover, guys. <laughs> if you're watching this scene with a hangover and you're just seeing all oh, the spinning going on all over, and you're like, it's a little, it's a little much to take on. Um, so <laughs> the rescuers from the Columbia enter the Churchill. And they see that it's been severely damaged. Fire has erupted all over the ship, and everybody's dead. The whole place is just destroyed from the inside from fire. Uh, and I gotta give them credit. I thought they had the bodies floating, weightless in space. I thought they looked pretty fucking gross. Uh, kind of scary. Kind of had a nice spooky, ooky atmosphere <laughs> when they entered the gutted ship hollow. They did a great job. I thought of like creating suspense. Yeah, the I will say for. Also, I should. That's just. I didn't say this at the beginning. There, this is a canon film, and canon yes. is notorious for their low budget and their bad films and all that stuff. But I was surprised. I will say I was pleasantly surprised by this movie by the level of their special effects and like some of the makeup work. So for especially for especially for canon, right. like, when I see canon, like oh, it's gonna be bad. But can- like canon- they stepped up their game a bit for this one. Uh, as far as the special effects and makeup go, like can't, didn't Cannon do a lot of those really B level Chuck Norris movies? Yeah, yeah, with oh, like yeah. tons of explosions and just. They also did the 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 famous the infamous we'll say Masters of the Universe the He Man movie with Dolph Lundgren was that you know that had some good special effects in it even though you saw the wires on a couple of the guys cruising on their space cruisers. but I was a surprise. I was I was. They went all I was out. More, I was, I was, I was impressed. I was not expecting the level. Of yeah, what we got they they went out because it looks really good. I mean, it was it was pretty creepy looking, especially for like eighty five. I mean, there's some scenes later that like, oh, that looks so sh- shitty. But but by today's standards, yeah. Like, I'm trying to like, put myself in 1985. Like, yeah, that would be pretty solid. It's pretty good. Yeah. So so the members of the Columbia they find, you know, they find the place has been destroyed by fire dead bodies they find the ship's uh, black box if you will kind of their record tapes take them with them uh, but of course they stumble across our three aliens and uh, they're just like it's they're perfectly perver- per- preserved still still in their glass coffins untouched unblemished perfect condition whoa and of course they're like we're taking them with us so, the aliens are taken to the European Space Research Center in London. This is where we meet uh, Bukowski. And it sounds so close to Bukaki. <laughs> Every time they're like, Bukowski, and I'm like... <laughs> well, we got a new name for the rest of the show now. It's called Bukaki. <laughs> so, Bukaki, yeah. So, <clears throat> Bukaki's like, uh, hey, let's find out what these creatures are. We're going to do an autopsy. Is he... Um, no, again, it's not him. Never mind, go on. Okay. Uh, he's the guy with the you'll you'll find out who Bukowski is. Not Bukowski, not fuck it, Bukaki. Bukaki. He's just, Bukaki now. Bukaki. <laughs> so Bukaki, um, he says, Hey, we're gonna find out what these aliens are. We need to do an autopsy. They don't do an autopsy on male number one. They don't do an autopsy on male number two. <laughs> it's definitely them perfect titties. Perfect. Why would you I want know like, to don't cut do the titties? Don't cut those titties up. Why? No. <laughs> why? Why? So they have her in a in a operating theater. 
Uh, but she's, you know, getting, she's basically prepped and ready, but the, you know, the team hasn't arrived. There's a security guard watching. Yes. The security guard's got a face mask on to breathe pure oxygen just in case there's a chance of contamination, which I thought was kind of funny because the face de- virus. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there's cracks in the door though. And this girl is behind like five or six doors you yeah. know, going down, which is kind of funny. Um, but the one guard, just, they just have one guard hanging out with. Probably the most significant study, discovery of mankind ever. You know, that's, I didn't even think about that. That's a great point. Like, this is, like, the first time I can, like, as far as we know in this world, in this universe, that we they have discovered alien life. Brought it back to Earth. And brought back to Earth. And, like, oh, let's put one, one, one no doofus. Schmo, one doofus on guard. <laughs> Don't worry There's about like it. like, 23. <laughs> still got zits and boogers hanging out. And he's just like, Ugh. They don't even know. If, I don't even know if they really 100% think they're even dead or just, like, they could be just being a cool. Yeah, like, yeah. Because like, they do have that conversation. Like, are they really dead? Are they alive? We don't know because they're aliens. But like one Joe Schmo One on Joe Schmo. The most significant my, my milestone discovery of yeah. in, like, history. <laughs> And this Joe Schmo is watching the, you know, like Marshall said, the most significant discovery of humankind ever. <laughs> and boom, her eyes open up. Yeah. Pow. Eyes open up. Uh, she, The female alien awakens uh, and looks over at the guard, and it is sexy. It is super sexy. My God. She stands up, and it's just her boobs seem to get higher up. Like, gra- they're gravity-defying. And this is jerk-off number two right like now. Like, she is in space at all times. Her boobs are just floating perfectly. Yeah. There's no gravity yeah, there's way no down gravity. those titties. Those, mm. they, that, that's a great... Those, no one of those titties are perfect. Space titties. Space <laughs> titties! <laughs> but she's given the security guard the eye kind of a come-hither look, and he can't help himself. Dude, can you blame him? No. I'd be like, yep, let's go. Yep. <laughs> I'd, I'd been right there, too. She comes up to him, slowly takes off his mask, and just starts making out with him awkwardly <laughs> yeah. one thing i will say about her is a banging banging body but who is she a sloppy kisser yeah i'm gonna say i'm gonna say the same thing because like i thought the same thing like man you are smoking hot and like you're french like i thought french you're supposed to want to invent french kissing but damn you look like you just like Right. Like this you're like you look this looks like a 13 14 year old person trying to make out for the very first time. The French are responsible for the invention of the tongue yeah. basically. <laughs> for the make out. And you're just like what is going on here? But I, she she might have something else up her sleeve though because while she's making out with him the lights go out, things dude, start exploding. This is where I got hooked on this movie. Like I when this just happened I was like oh shit. I'm all in right now. I I was like, this is insane. Blue light starts flashing and spinning around in this kind of like orb as she's making out with him naked. Um, Bukaki sees this on the, uh, the on, on the monitor, and he's like, "Holy shit, she's awake!" And she's making out with the security guard. I want some. <laughs> and of course, he, he's cocky. He's and he in goes on racing down the halls, opens up one, two, three, four, five doors, six. Pardon me, six doors. We see him open all. Yeah, of I was them. gonna say like we, we we they show the establishing shot like the first one. Like okay, we see all these doors, but no, they show him opening every single just, like, like that's kind of a waste. We get six, it, <laughs> but yeah. six doors. <laughs> Oh, he finally arrives at the door and he sees the like the the mangled, drained, mummified corpse. Basically, yeah, it looks like he's guard. been like just completely dehydrated, sucked mm-hmm. of all. Like he's just like basically, yeah, like a mummy, like, like a drained. corpse that's been like dead and decaying for like, mm-hmm. years, years now. At this just point. just sucked dry. Yeah, it's dark. He's looking at it, and all of a sudden we see 
space girl come up behind him, blue light filling the room, and she comes up to him and says, use my body. <laughs> and Bukaki is smitten. He's He can't help himself, and he starts making out with her, too. Again, can't blame the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot blame him. Can't, can't blame him. So, yeah. So while they're making out, she basically books. She takes off because we get a cut scene to... Uh, Doctor, what's his fucking name? Falloner. Yeah, there's got he's like there's some weird names in this movie. It's something yeah, like it's a weird F name. That's another thing is that there's so many characters. Uh, Falada. Falada. Yeah, Falada. there's a lot of characters, a lot of weird names. Yeah, like you, dude, you're British. Like Falada, just why can't you just be like Joshua, like Smith, like obviously maybe not Smith, but like you're this sure. is London. Like you don't need that many weird ass mm-hmm. names. Just give me some basic British names and be good with it you know yeah like yeah. i don't yeah falada bukaki like there's some weird ass <laughs> shit to keep so dr vlad is just gonna be dr vlad vlad just to kind of keep in spirit of vampires there we go dr, dr. Vlad, vlad sees this happening or flawed. on flawed how about flawed flawed sure flawed. dr flawed sees this going on he brings a security team with him to stop this uh makeout sesh you know captain Cockblock's coming on <laughs> he's gonna interrupt uh bukaki and space girl making out but when they arrive, there's no... She's gone. She's long gone. And Bukaki is just... <sighs> he's panting. He's like, oh my god. He's like shaking. He's freaking out. They're like, where'd she go? Where'd she go? It's like, don't worry. She won't be able to escape this place. Yep. This place has got tight security. You yep. know what their tight security consists of? A wow. fucking old man and two doofuses who eat cookies. And glass windows. And glass windows. <laughs> they radio into security and they say, be on the lookout for a naked girl wandering. Don't let her leave the premises. As she walks by, this old man who's like, my word, crikey. This dude, <laughs> I know this is supposed to be like a government facility. Again, I make like when the first Joe Schmo who gets killed. He's like a military guy. He's, he's in, young. He, he, yeah. But you see like a lot of times you see like people in like army BDUs, camouflage uniforms, the berets, fatigues, yeah. fatigues. And like, okay, this is military guards. That's who should be guarding this desk right now. Right. Basically, now we, we basically get the equivalent of a mall security right. guard. Right, yes. Like the old man mall security guard. The old guy like... Opening the thermos. Yeah. Like pouring on some tea. The he's got soup. some he's got some biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy is like when there's no way this kid would be the guy that'd be guarding like a yeah. high high priority right. like, top secret. Space girl place. walks right past him. She walks up to the two younger security guards, still real doofuses, and they're getting the call in saying, Don't let her leave, don't let her leave. And like, Hello, love. Come on now. Hey, I have a piece of biscuit. They're like offering her a half eaten cookie. <laughs> And she's like, bitch, please, I ain't having none of that. Because she decides to turn on that blue light and force chokes. Basically, Star Wars force chokes one of the security guards. Love it. Starts choking him. Love it. He falls to the ground. The other security guard approaches her. Nah, bitch. Zap. (laughs) A generic zap. I don't know how else to describe it. There's just a flash of light. He goes, ah, and falls on the ground. Old man security guard, smart enough. And he's like, fuck that. I'm not touching her. Her hot naked ass walks up to the uh, sec- the security glass in the front. Oh, I love all it. glass I get, windows. I love this so much. And she's just staring at it, and then I don't know, almost like bewitched, just wiggles her nose a little, and then kaboom, kaboom, kaboom! Mm-hmm. All the glass just shatters, Blows shooting out. out. Yeah, it just just shoots out, and she slowly and sexily walks right out the door, not a care in the fucking world. She's like John McClaney in the glass, too, man. She's barefoot across that glass. She ain't give no bucks. She, no bucks. And I, again, loved it. Loved I'm it. Like, I'm yeah. so in at this point. Like This is a great, little little bit of a slow start, but it, it's fine because it builds up. Mm-hmm. You're building up the character, the mystique, what's going on. 
And then this scene, like the first start to finish, once she gets up off that table, the make out, the blue light, and then from here to the glass blowing up and her just it's walking cool. away, like I am all in. Like this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm loving it. <laughs> I do find this funny because Dr. Flod does run up and he sees her walking away in the distance and he goes, Well, she's out of sight. We have no idea where she's at. He it's does. Like, I'm like, he totally says that. Like, <laughs> the first time, like, he looks out, you don't see her. And then he cuts back to him, he says his line. And then cuts back to her, and you clearly see yeah, her clear. like walking like right in front of him. Like he's like, oh, she's gone. She's Nothing g- we can do. She's gone. <laughs> All points bulleted. It's like asshole. She's right there. So there's her perfect ass right there, walking away. How can you miss that? <laughs> yeah. Like her perfect ass is gleaming in the moonlight. Right. It's perfect. Like, like dude. <laughs> so that that is so. Uh, you know, basically a, a team descends on the broken security facility. They're like, oh, man, you know, more military guys show up. This is where we meet Colonel Kane. Yes, that's what I was the, the, From the SAS. Yes. The Special <laughs> Air Service. SAS. SAS. <laughs> Colonel Kane from SAS from is SAS. here. <laughs> so Colonel Kane from SAS is here. Um, and he is in the house, and he's rocking a powerful turtleneck. Yes, he does. He, he rocks, has a commanding turtleneck, and he he's got different turtlenecks throughout this show. And he's got like it's all just powerful turtleneck sweaters. You Woo. know, you always hear about you know you always hear in politics the power tie, the power suit. The, fuck that, Brit man it is the power turtleneck. It is the power <laughs> turtleneck. So he comes in. He's he's kind of running the show. You can see he's kind of. He's kind of the boss of this group, and he starts grilling uh, Bukaki about the girl and his interaction with her. Uh, Bukaki's basically like he's still shaking; he's he can barely answer questions. Yeah. He's like smoking a cigarette, his hand shaking, and basically he describes it as he was overwhelmed with such love, lust, compassion, sexual desire, sexual desire of of nothing he's felt before. I felt powerless; I couldn't control myself. And now that she's gone, he feels scared that he lost so much of his rationality and he just couldn't help himself yes so that's that's kind of how you know she overcame everyone is she's you know super sexy and i want to say here at this point with the guy who bukaki was in this scene delivering this lines like does a solid job like again for like canon level movies aren't again they're low budget they're b kind of almost b level yeah. movies for the most part maybe we'll call it a b plus <laughs> um <laughs> But the acting in this is honestly pretty decent. I'll like, there's agree. not a whole lot. Of, like, because that this scene right here with him doing it could have been gone horribly the other way. Like, yes. So any other back could have like take it could have gone from actually intense, like oh, like I'm actually into it, like I'm at, like to like okay, laughably over the top. And right. It could have been. They do. There's some good stuff in this movie. I was very surprised. I by have like, to. He delivers com- it very, very well. Completely agree. Completely agree. So Bukaki, he's like, he's like, I, I can't, I, I have to go lie down, man. And they're like, okay, go, go chill out. Doctor Flod and uh, uh, Colonel Kane hang out, and they start talking about uh, the life force and his theory about how yes. these uh, beings are here to drain the life force because they're talking about the security guard who was drained. Yes, and it goes on for a while. It does go like, again, like, well two, acted. Yeah, but very just well acted, long. very done. But yeah, it's a two-hour movie, and a lot of these scenes in in this middle section are like really drawn out. But I want to talk about this life force for a quick second because this is one thing about the movie that I did think kind of came out and kind of came out of left field. <laughs> You're like, okay, they've had this spaceship, mm-hmm. you know, for like 
maybe a day or so. We don't really know how long she's been there, but it hasn't been very long. No. And she, he's always like, oh, he's coming up with this too. Like, just like, yeah, yep. like, like, boom. What? Like, he's talking like this, something like this has been like his life war. Like, somebody's like, been right. saying this for years, and this has been my theory for, you know, forever. Yeah. And it's like, like, he just comes, it's basically just comes off this shit like on the fly, it seems like. Like, what is going on with The it? only, and, and it, just not... seemed, it just seemed too, like, like, you know, it's like written for a movie. Like, it just like, it, his, it seemed too instant. Like, this is exactly what it is. Like, his hypothesis How the fuck is would you get to that so too, quickly? It's too on the nose. Yeah. yeah. Too on the nose. Mm-hmm. In fact, he's what he's seen basically once. Right. He saw the, the corpse, you know, the, the drained body one time and. He's all like, oh, this is what it is. I know exactly. He's like, no. It's like you've ne- There's been no precedent in this world, in the history of mankind up until now, for this to be a thing. Right. The only thing, after this is after watching it three times, because the first two times I watched him, I'm like, fuck, yeah, I was right there with you. Third time, and it's probably just because I watched it for third time. I'm like, oh, well, he's smart. So, you know, like, well, maybe he's, you know. <laughs> Maybe Sorry, I almost put <laughs> my bear on that because he's smart. So that's why. You're like what, Aaron? Just, just breaking it down. And I was thinking maybe because he's at this. It's it's the national. It's probably the international space station located in London. So he's probably the best and the brightest of the world. Essentially, he uh, us. You know the, the top scientists. You know, uh, so that's. That's me grasping the straws. Still, I know, but still, like normally when you look at scientists and and, and specialized, normally like that means. This makes it even weirder for me because, like, you know, you always have, like, you know, your top physicist, your top nuclear fusion guy, your top, like, department. Like, everybody has, like, their top, their, 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 especially in their interesting, their one field, if that makes sense, you know? And, like, so so who's on the phone? It's like, oh, get me Dr. Flood because he's the top expert in life force drainage. Like, <laughs> who said, like, how would he even come to that? That makes it even weirder to me to think about that. He like, studies, why would he be there? He studies life force. <laughs> that's, like, that's a thing now. <laughs> like, we need that. <laughs> so they talk about their life force theory yeah, for a while. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to the uh, male vampires, the male, the male aliens, oh, the, the space males. Sexy guys, the space man, silent, sexy dude. They're they're dime pieces too, dude. They are like, dude. This if this is the same thing we're about a game where they where they come alive and they start walking out the hallway, wherever. Yeah, like and they get close with the face. Like, oh, like I'm not gay, but this was jerk off number three. Yeah, square. <laughs> <laughs> but damn, these guys are some square jaws, blue eyes, perfect dude, hair, dude. These would be like Hitler's six packs, you know? Yeah, I mean, like this would be like. Hitler's my dream almost. Just yeah, dime pieces. Yeah, yeah. They are like, like holy fuck. A couple one two cutie pies. Some silent sexies, man. <laughs> yes. Silent sexy. Silent and sexy. So we cut to our silent sexy space <laughs> boys, <laughs> and uh, they up the security. Space, I don't know. I just really space boys. It sounds like a perfect name for like a gay porn. Space boys. I'm boy. sure it has been done. <laughs> it probably has been. <laughs> probably based off this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so the life force porn parody oh god so they up the Love security it. they up the security after one of these space aliens has you know rendered the security team helpless and escaped they decide to beef up security by one, one just one one extra guard <laughs> so there's two dumbasses just one guarding the two space aliens one of which just escaped their facility. We need to increase security. All right, go get Jim. <laughs> get one, dude. 
So they're kind of jaw jacking. They're just like, this creeps me out. I think they're fucking dead. I don't know why we're guarding him. When all of a sudden, mid-sentence, boom! Oh, explosion, yep. bam! It knocks the two security guards over. Didn't love and it. That's when our space boys stand up. Our one, two cutie pies. <laughs> strong, silent, sexy. Just staring down the security guards. They start walking towards them slowly, going through that series of doors that we talked about earlier. But the security guards aren't fucking around, and they open fire. Yes, they unload on these guys. They are unloading with automatic weapons right into their chest. And it, it again, again, yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you played great. Because again, this could have looked. This had the potential to look horrible because it's not like if they're wearing clothes, you can just do play scripts and be fine. But they're naked, right? So you have to do these bolt holes on flesh on their chest. And it could have looked horrible because I was specifically watching like, I want to see how these look. And I'm like, yeah. nope, look great. I'm like, oh, I got no complaints. It looked wonderful. I wonder if they were getting shot with paintballs or something like, like a oh, paintball Oh, that would hurt so bad. Barry because you can paintball. see him walking oh. through and they're kind of wincing as yeah, they're getting and, hit. And, and it's just like, boom. and this is before mm-hmm. C, like CGI. And certainly yeah. if it was CGI, it would have been terrible CGI in 1985. This is all so practical. So whatever they did mm-hmm. looked Amazing it looked for, really for, good. for this. It looks so good. It looked really this. good. Yeah. And they're walking through this gunfire, walking sh- straight at them. They seem unfazed, except for the occasional wince. And the security guard's like, fuck it. You know what works? <laughs> Fucking grenades. Grenades <laughs> inside the high tech space laboratory <laughs> government building. Let's throw a couple grenades in there. Fire in the hole. <laughs> Boom. Boom. This gets the attention of Colonel Kane and Dr. I would Blood. hope so. A couple yeah. of grenades going off inside a building which should get the attention of everybody. Right. <laughs> they the go, building would be shaking. Like it, yeah. But I, at the same time, fucking love, I love it, it, man. I love, I love, it. love it. I love like, it. Throw that fucking grenade in there, you I asshole. Just throw that love shit. Love it. And they come running down. The place is destroyed. <laughs> Our sexy, strong, silent space boys are dead. They're gone. And they just, the, and this is where Kurt, this is where they're so fucking British. <laughs> Colonel Kane and Dr. Vlad run down there. And it's like, well, looks like they're not going to be causing any more trouble. Oh, I guess we'll have to, no more autopsy for us. Good day, mm. chip, chip, cereal. Let's just you go know, have I can't do British. I was like, let's go have all tea now. They're so calm <laughs> and like dry humor, little like one-liners back and forth. Just dry. And yeah. it's like, really? Like you had two guys <laughs> just throw, blow, basically blow up your high-tech lab with grenades. And, and you're, you're like, your, your like, specimens. Oh, and and your, your historic yeah. specimens are, aliens. Just, yeah. are blown to bits. And you're like. I don't know. I guess they ain't gonna be having their tea tonight. Well, I guess the autopsy. Like, what the <laughs> fuck exactly, happened? Exactly. What is going on? <laughs> and it was like, oh well. Hold the air gray for them, Charles. <laughs> the <Earl Grey. laughs> it's like, right, guys, come on. I guess there'll be extra crumpets today. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking British. So they decide to, um, they cut the, didn't, just, just, this is right after the explosion. They just go, hey, want to do that autopsy on the other fucker? <laughs> sure. <laughs> just out of that, just like that. They go, hey, let's do the autopsy on, uh, the, the guy who, um. The dehydrated, one who died. The dehydrated got, security guard. Life force sucked out. Right, so. And I gotta say, dude, as a, I, I'm, I kind of been digging this, uh. Taking the the, the back seat to, on episode because I'm just getting to drink and right it's kind of fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice once in a while to be on this side. <laughs> yeah, you just finished it. I'm like halfway through. I'm like, hey, now you know how I feel yeah. every time when you're the world's reversed. I'm doing this and you're just there pounding beers, getting drunk every episode. And I'm like, I'm I get to maybe a beer and you're like four or five in the hole. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> 
So they decide to go do the autopsy of the sucked guard, and that's when shit gets weirder. <laughs> if it's not weird enough. Because when they walk in to do the autopsy again, he's mummified, body sucked in. And they're about to start the autopsy when he just springs up and starts going, Rah! Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's where we're at. Crazy weird noises. And such, it sounds like an animal giving birth or, <laughs> you know, like an like a buffalo dying, yeah. you know, after getting trampled by Which a I pack kinda, of lions. I kind of liked, I, I liked it. Um, it was definitely alien. It, well, it's not even alien, but here's what I'm thinking. And maybe I'm giving it too much credit, but mm-hmm. I, this if if this was a thought process, I have to give him credit for it, but I have no way of knowing. Mm-hmm. So the dude has basically been sucked. All like the moisture, all his life, sure. everything's yeah. withered and died. So I'm thinking, if everything shriveled up and died, then maybe his, his vocal cord and his throat shriveled him dying, so he can't make the noises that sure, you would he, normally absolutely. hear. So everything, everything inside is all rivered, so he's all... So all the sounds make are that this yeah. weird distorted thing as well. Yeah. Which I'm like, if that's the case, bravo for them for thinking about that because that's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's definitely weird noises. But this is where, again, this is the one time where the effects look very, I won't say amateurish for a movie, but it, 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 it yeah. shows it's it, it definitely looking back in time. It shows it's it's. Age. Age, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good way of putting it. It looks very much like something you would see in a like a haunted house. Like animatronic, very animatronic, yeah. like mm-hmm. zombie, a very zombie esque. Like, yes, oh, yeah. And he, yeah. his arms and limbs are very stiff because it's an, it's an animatronic thing, and very little fluidity. Very, yes. Yeah. Um, so from that, from from my effect uh, standpoint, it's very obvious. And but again, put yourself in 1985 shoes, which I'm trying to do. I'm like, and like, I'm still like. It still looks pretty it good, does, for, it especially does. for 1985. I'm trying to think like other like weird stuff I saw in 85. Like it's still, I would think for for that time period would hold up and still be considered pretty damn good. And right. st- and, and even at that time, kind of scary. Like you'd be like, holy shit! Like you got this, like you know, it's like so again, canon coming through in this really, movie, big like, time. really coming yeah. through. Gotta I was, say. I gotta say, like, I'm very forgiving this, and I was impressed by a lot of. Like almost everything they did in this movie, so this special in, effect wise, this, was, in, this impressive oh. zombie thing is yeah. sitting up going. Rah! He locks eyes with one of the pathologists. Oh, this There's, is so weird. He locks eyes with one of the pathologists. They're freaked out. They're like up against the wall going, oh, they're freaked out. But he's looking at the pathologist. He's but, got his arms on. He starts going. Rah! He's like hug he's me. Like, like, he's like, come on, bring it's it almost like guy. it's almost like give me a hug. Yeah, come on. It, and his eyes it, are get bigger, and they almost give like sad puppy dog yeah. eyes. <laughs> And he's looking at the pathologist, what? and the pathologist starts taking steps forward. Yeah, I want to say, keep in mind, both these guys are dudes, by the way. Yes. It's not like the corpse on the table is a female corpse, like the hot, hot vampire right. chick or space chick. This is a dude. This is a dried up, crusty dried corpse. Dried up, crusty up dude. Yeah, and he's going, Aah! and the pathologist can't help himself. He starts walking over to this dried, crusty cracker and just plants one on him. Yes! And then all of a sudden, they start making out. That's why I'm so weird, because like, I give it's the girl attracted to the <laughs> guy, but apparently, these space vampires, they don't give a shit about <laughs> sex or gender. They just like, cause, and the dude's like, either either he just happened, maybe he was a gay Maybe he's out. gay. Maybe yeah. he is gay. But I was like, what? But they like never two they, dudes. They never explain that. But no. <laughs> sure enough, the blue light effects come on, and he starts sucking the life force out of him. And the Dude, effect, it's amazing. The effect that they do of showing like his, he starts to become like 
human again. Yeah. He, he starts to basically. It, it, yeah, like the, his, the, the pathologist starts shriveling up all the shriveled right. up guy becomes, starts becoming more human, human again. Back to his original yes. form. And the effects are really good. Really solid. Is this, is this the. It, I, I'm sorry if I'm spoiling anything, but if I have the wrong scene, but is this the one. Where like the room like there's this, it's like this spinning blue vortex yes, above yes, their head like yes. this blue energy it's like yes. swirling above them it looks so good yeah it's awesome looking it's really good looking and sure enough but it's so weird because like two dudes are, like <laughs> this guy is like making out with like a fucking mummified corpse at this point but then he starts he's becoming the mummified the mummified is becoming healthy and it looks insane but I I just realized we'll come back to that I think there's something to it okay so. Sure enough, security guard who was once a mummified corpse is now back to his original body, and the pathologist is a crusty old dick. Yeah. Just just, <laughs> just withered away, crustified, gone. And the security guard's like, what? Uh, uh. He can't speak. He's freaking out. He's he doesn't abs- know what the fuck's absolutely happening. Absolutely panicked. The security guards, uh, Dr. Flod and um, Colonel Kane come running in with security team. They subdue him, and they're like, put him in a, you know, Secure him. Put him in. I a, love that. Quarantine this guy. Quarantine him. Yeah. I, I'm going to jump ahead here. I'm, I'm sorry, but they're. I, we, if I'm skipping anything, we'll come back to. It, but I love like you where again, their quarantine is. Yes. <laughs> remember, there's like a high tech government building. That, like, like they have labs and like, like what, what's the airlocks and all this like, uh, uh sand, like sanitate was not sanitate. Uh, anti. Oh God, what's the fucking word I'm thinking of? Um. Like not quarantine stuff, but like uh, air pressure locks and like you know. It's okay, all, yeah, I get you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everything's everything's sterile and, and nice and high tech. They basically throw this guy in a fucking supply closet. That's not even a real door. It's just like a shelving a unit and like some t- and it's like a big Rubbermaid bin and some storage <laughs> and it's just like a, a like a fence door, like a, a chicken wire door for the most part. <laughs> like that's their containment center for this guy. Really? Put him in quarantine. Put, Put him quarantine. in the janitor's it's closet. Not like an airtight, like you know, anti uh, uh, her- her- harmonically not hermetically harmon- hermetically sealed room. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking storage closet with a chain link fence door. I like, love it. Are you kidding me? I That's love the it. one thing I'm like, I lost my mind at that. I was like, what? Everything that's been up to this point has been so great. I'm like, they just fuck you. Stick him. <laughs> like, they fucking in a basement storage stick like Stick him like in the janitor's, janitor's closet. closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not the only one that's down there. There's like so, another schmo that's locked up in this, like, the, the next janitor's closet. Because they, they quarantined him and then they just said, they said, hey, it's been two hours. He just—he basically was attacked two hours ago by Space Girl. Yeah. He reanimated two hours later. We need to quarantine that other pathologist, Dusty Body. Oh, now. Is that the one that they put? Was the we need to quarantine okay. him too because in two hours he's probably going to come back to life. Okay. So that's when they quarantine both of them in Chandler's closet. I, I guess I missed the fact that the, the other guy was yeah. the pathologist. I thought it was just some other. Per- I, yeah. yeah. That makes so sense. So they quarantine him. Uh, that's when Doctor Flood and Colonel Kane, the Brit boys, find out that another girl. <laughs> Has been drained of their life force. <laughs> you were coming up with so many like gay porno something <laughs> name, the Brit Boys, or like that's like a or like a bad Hardy Boys ripoff or something. But the Brit Boys, the Brit Boys. So they get called and said, "Hey, there's a girl who fits the description of a drained. Looks like her life force has been drained out. You know, Space Girl looks like she's struck." Um, that's when uh, we show that uh, there's a girl who's been dried up. Um, Wait, didn't we? Is this? Am I skipping something? Am I forgetting? Because I thought, isn't that after the guys in the quarantine get all fucked up? Like I don't want to spoil anything if I'm skipping oh, that. But you they know what? Get, like, they, 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 
some major happens to these guys in quarantine. Yeah, like, you know, before to, I think they go to the yeah. Girl. You're right. You're right. You're right. They get the call. They got the call right after they quarantine them and say, "Hey, there's, you know, this girl's been, you know, gotten." Okay. No, no, because they 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 find out that they got the girl. They go out and they find the girl. She's all dried up and you know crusty looking too. They bring her back. Yes. They bring her back. And that's so that's what they do. That's what it is. So they go out, they say, "Hey, there's been a girl that's been sucked up." And they go find her and they go, "Hey, that's not Space Girl. That's someone else." And like, "Uh-oh, Space Girl, she's naked." So they're like, "Space Girls." They go, "It's so funny because I do like this scene. They look at each other and go, "She's got clothes." <laughs> <laughs> Son oh, of a bitch. She's going to be hard to spot now. She's got clothes. They put Fuck. her God damn it, those titties are covered. Yeah. She's got clothes. So they take that body and they return to mission control, to yes. the space control. Yeah, that's but, when they go down and they they check out on the quarantine guys again. Okay, because I thought okay, what I thought yeah. what was about to happen happened before they even went to the girl. No, the it's it's it it's okay. they go they get the girl first, right, we're, we're, bring her back. We're good. We're on track now. And they they have now they brought to, along to show uh, the government. Basically, it's it's one of the secretaries, one of the upper upper government guys. I just call him secretary. I don't know what yeah, his name is. I don't know his name. Either. So the secretary's there, and he's like, "What's this going on about this?" Space person, and what's the emergency? And they go, so Colonel Kane and Flod, Flod Dr. Flod, uh, take him down, and they show where the security guard and the MD, uh, the pathologist is. Um, <laughs> this is where we show uh, the security guard. He's freaking out in like that Janner's closet yeah. like we were talking about, and he's freaking out, and they go, it's been about two hours. So he, he came back to life. It's been two hours since he's come back to life, and he's freaking out. He runs at the gate, grabs, he's shaking, and he starts making those crazy weird noises again. Yeah, he's screaming. He's in pain. He's, he's yeah. doing a pretty good job. Yeah. He collapses to the ground, and he's freaking out, and his skin just sucks in. He returns back to that original state this, the mummified, of a mummified yeah. body. Yeah. It's so funny because Dr. Vlad's like, just as I suspected. Again? <laughs> Who is this fucker? How and, is he coming up with this theory? Like... Right then and there. And I, I love this. I love this. He goes, just as I suspected, he is no more. And he gets his science stick. <laughs> Which is a metal pole. <laughs> it's a fucking metal pole he, he found lying on the floor. <laughs> no, Marshall, it's his science pokey science stick. stick. Science pokey stick. And he pokes him open. His abdominal cavity collapses and he's nothing but dust. So yeah. he's now officially. He thanos Yes, he's officially <laughs> dead. Yes. And they're like, and the secretary's like, holy shit. And they're like, hold on, there's more. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Let's see. Check what's... out behind door number two. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they walk over and they show the pathologist who has been re- reanimated. This one, I love he's been this reanimated one. and he's a, just the a dusty corpse of a, you know, he's the dusty corpse. And he's screaming, making all kinds of noise, knocking shit over, going nuts. And he looks, he, they, once they come into like his view, he looks at him and just starts running as fast as he can, crashing into the metal bars and fucking explodes bones. into dust, dust and bones. Loved it. I love that so much. Like, oh, that's so cool. It's so that's fucking awesome. Intense. He's it like, is. He just goes, <laughs> and just run, poof, poof, dust, dust and all just, over them. And they're just like, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> These proper British lads are just like, oh, I have some in my mouth. <laughs> they all get out handkerchiefs at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like wiping everything off. God oh. damn, is this movie bonkers? I, I know it's, it, it's fucking insane, but but I love it when he hit that fence and explodes in the dust. I was like, oh shit! I mean, like again, 
all in. Like, yeah. like, just all in. Take like all the chips on the, in there. Just oh, going. But it gets even better. It gets better. Of course it does. Because of course like, it does. Hold on, Doc. Yeah, you haven't seen. You thought that was fucking crazy. Let's go to the girl who we just brought back. Yeah, let's go to door number three now. So they go to door number three. Okay, so they have her hooked up to electrodes. They have her hooked up to monitors. They have her strapped to a gurney. So she's definitely going to be. Um, can you hear me? Turn my headphones up a little bit. Oh yeah. So sorry. they have her like strapped down, and they're like any minute now she'll be waking up. And of course, they're all three watching there. And she opens up her eyes, rah, making crazy noises, yeah. trying to get up, trying to get up, convulsing, convulsing. Now these guys are smartened up a little bit. No one's in the room, so she can't seduce anybody. And there are a couple doors back, and she starts freaking out. Beep, 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 beep. The monitor starts going crazy. Yep. Shit starts exploding. Everything blows up. She's still freaking out. And everything just goes quiet and dark. And she's still screaming. And kaboom! <laughs> she just blows up. Blows up like a fucking grenade was shoved up her down her throat. So I'm like, just, yeah, just and bones and shit flying Not everywhere. Bone just dies. It's, like, <laughs> it's amazing. It's and crazy. And just like, my word. <laughs> <laughs> Holy God damn. I was the proportions on this girl were weird, though. Yes, yes. Because there, you get a cop, there's a shot where it's like from the ceiling out, like a top down one, and you look at her whole body. And like, she was from dried like, up. From like mid torso up, fine. But like, then her waist, it's, it's like a weird anti, like weird Barbie. Her waist is so, so small. What do you mean? Okay, she's dehydrated, she all showed up to Kane. But then her hips are gigantic. Like her yeah. hips look like she's wearing like, like one of those like old like old style pants that like equi- like like their hips like equestrian pants. Where I like, I didn't I didn't notice that so much. Really? I noticed that she had titties still. She still had titties. She's, yeah, that they should have been dried up and gone. Yeah, you know maybe. I was just like, huh? Yeah, she still had titties, but no, like her waist is so tiny that she has these giant weird angular hips that were so weird yeah, to me. Just it's very distracting. So the three Brit boys are standing there going, "Wow!" <laughs> and all of a sudden, sir, there's another telephone call. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> takes another call, and sure enough, we find out that Carlson, Colonel Carlson from the Churchill, yep. from the original space mission, is back. He escaped in a pod, and he's crash-landed. Where is he crash-landed? Texas. Texas. And it's like, oh, God. No, <laughs> Texas. It just seemed like, get him out of there now. Yeah, like, get him now. <laughs> he, can't be, he can't be exposed to those people. To them Texans. It just seems so like... <laughs> Clutch their pearls. <laughs> they they seem more dis- they are more distraught about the fact that Carlton is in Texas yes. than watching these space vampire victims explode into dust. <laughs> like fuck Texas, that's worse than anything we've just seen. I know. <laughs> it's so weird. Like get him here now. <laughs> uh, so they just cut right to it. Carlson just next scene. Carlson's there in Texas. Yep. Clean shit. Like they show him in the escape pod. They show him land in Texas. He's got a beard. He looks disheveled. He's exhausted. Yeah, you know, it's been thirty plus days or something. But they, uh, they, they show next scene. He's clean shaven in Texas in uniform. Or pardon me, in London. Back in, in London. Yeah, in uniform. And that's when he, uh, he basically describes. I'm not going to go over it again, but no. he describes the events of what happened uh, on the Churchill. Well, we'll do a, what's a the fast because again, yeah. this is where things start getting drawn out. Because like I said, it's a two hour movie, so some things that. Don't need to be as long as the art get drawn out. And this is one of those scenes. Basically, what happens is that he, he, he explains, like, oh, uh, you know, one of his crew member got like, basically hypnotized or uh, seduced seduced by uh, space, space chick, girl. And he kind of went crazy. 
broke he was, the broke, equipment. Broke a bunch of equipment, and he was found dead. And then one by one, all the crew members started showing up dead. And then he decided, like, hey, I can't let this thing return to Earth. So he yeah. set fire to the Churchill and went out in an escape pod trying to kill off the the alien space vampires so they couldn't make it back to Earth. Exactly. That's basically what – it takes, like, 20 minutes Exactly. To get so that's that's what happens. Yeah. Um, Carlson then says, "Man, I'm fucking wiped out. Can I can I take a snooze?" Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, man, sure. We have a hospital bed in the next office. Go <laughs> go to bed." So uh, he 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 just goes to bed. Yep. So, but that's he doesn't just go to bed. This is where we get sexy time dream. Sexy time. This again, fucking loved it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't write Love down it. in detail here because uh, I remember it pretty good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> so this is when Space Girl comes to him, uh, and red light starts coming in, and it's like it's, it, oh. it's all of a sudden you're in this like gothic cathedral yes. kind of. Yeah, as you're there's gonna... crosses and you know like raw religious wrought like, like iron fences. fences. You're in a, basically in a cathedral. Yeah, you're, you're an He's old old ancient like cathedral. Gothic cathedral. He's in a bed. Space, He's not on a base. I think it's like an altar. But it's Space Girl comes up and they start she's like, You need I want you. Use my body. Okay, but first, like this I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, go for cause, it. Cause, cause the way this starts, like this was like the one like kind of actual scare in the movie. Um because okay, yeah, he's asleep and he didn't we shift and he wakes up in this cathedral on like an altar and there's all this red light and he's looking around and then like in this flash of red light, you see like one, like the, the the um crazy human bat hybrid. Like, I must have missed that. You missed yeah. that thing because yeah. it comes roaring out of the red light, like Rah! and like this bat thing, and and that's when I'm like, oh, gee, like I won't like like I wasn't expecting. That. I kind of jumped a bit because because yeah. like, everything else was there was like no scares of it. It's just really cool. And like, and then like it does. The camera does a quick shift to the, from seeing it coming right at the camera to the behind. And as it comes from behind, those wings has they morphed into space chicks, like sheer like like wrap she's wearing, like oh, this piece right. of cloth. That's and right. That's right. So Batch has now become space chick, who's now on top of going. You need me, or I want you, or something like that. And that's, that's where good. the dream picks up. Let's, but she, but dude, yeah, that the that intense part because she comes screaming out of this red light as this. The, in this yeah. m- monster bat form, like, and it's like holy shit, and then suddenly, boom, she's back to sexy. Space and it's shit. it's it's booty time. I mean, it's long it is booty, booty it, delicious. It is long tits, ass, ass, and titties. I mean, it's a long sexy time scene. But again, horrible kissing. Yeah, horrible kissing. <laughs> I, not that said, I would put up that horrible kissing, and I would still do that. <laughs> absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. Absolutely, the kissing must have been pretty bad because Carlson does wake up. Covered in sweat, screaming. Yeah. Ah! Because the- well, he's saying like you're, you're, you're. I think it's this is the point where he's like, you're taking too much of me. You're taking too much, mm. or so, unless that's later. I'm not sure. But he's, he's yeah, he's like feeling the drain. He, like, he, he wakes up screaming, yeah, covered in sweat, drenched in sweat. The Brit boys run in and they're just like, "What's wrong? Oh my!" And he's like, uh, "He starts describing the dream, telling him what happened." Um, and I don't know where Flod goes. Let me hypnotize you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like the worst time. He's like, have you ever been hypnotized? Let's do it right now. So, like, he's just talking. He's telling you he's having this traumatic dream. Aliens are entering his mind, all that stuff. And he's like, hey, man, uh, you ever been hypnotized? He's like, no. He's like, huh, well, you mind if I try? You're about to be. Yeah. 
So the next day, uh, he goes ahead and he starts giving him, he starts hypnotizing, and it becomes clear that Carlson possesses like a psychic link to the female alien. Yeah, this so, is where again, get got shit got weird. Yeah, whole movie's weird, but this got even weirder. So now, Carlson, now, Carlson has a psychic connection, a psychiatric with space girl, like, or psych- so telepathic kind of yeah, like yeah. a loose, loosely based telepathic connection to to uh, space alien. Chick. So they show him basically track. He's like, where is she? Where is she at now? She looks different. She's in a new body. So you show her that she's in this new body and she's traveling uh, across. It looks like the British countryside. It is. It's, it, it's, it's the British countryside. She's out in the middle of nowhere. So, which made me wonder, like, how the fuck did she get to London out to, like, the boonies of England? I, I don't. like, what? I don't know. I've never been to London. I've never been. So I don't know if it's like, you know, St. Louis is a major metropolitan city, but you can get to a cornfield pretty fucking fast. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, he's. I don't know. She's like something from one out in like Wales now or something <laughs> like that. It's like, what? Like, what? How'd you get there? <laughs> but she's out there. I don't and, know that much of London. And during the hypnosis Geography, scene. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, I who knows? Know. It could. I just know yeah. Wales is like out. It's not by. It's somewhere out there, but there's more fields. I think. Yeah. But, but yeah. She's she's uh she's a new in a new body and he, she's she's talking to a man she's seducing this man and she's now like on the road with this guy he's able to find out the license plate number too by the way it, like it's not the, I don't know it's a weird fashion choice it looks like just a big poncho or garbage bag <laughs> I don't know, it's I don't know. like Doesn't a cloak matter. I don't yeah. know like a shitty cloak. Um, Anyway, this, coming up is jerk off number three now. Yeah, basically, she starts seducing this guy, you know, and like lifting up her skirt, dude. And, and it's kind of hot, yeah, man. It's, yeah. It's like, oh shit! And like, he's like reaching over, like putting his fingers into the, that little, little that that crumpet, you know, <laughs> <laughs> into the crumpet. <laughs> and that's when Carlson jumps up and goes, ah! He freaks out again. It occurs in way or something. <laughs> <laughs> so they're able to find out. They're they're saying that. He was able to find out what the license plate was, uh, and they're going to track the license plate and try and find out where Space Girl is. Yeah. So, <laughs> Carlson and Sass Colonel Colin, uh, Sass Colonel Kane, pardon me, uh, they trace the alien. Uh, so basically, they, they find out that the alien's been at this. Um, it's the body that she inhabited was a nurse named Ellen who works at a psychiatric hospital in Yorkshire. Or now, Yorkshire, not I, Wales. I don't know where Yorkshire is in comparison to London, but I don't think it'd be that far away. So Kane and Carlson go to uh, this this hospital, this mental hospital. This mental hospital for the criminally insane. They had to drop that nugget in there, too. <laughs> you notice that? <laughs> yeah. So, And this is where we meet Patrick Stewart. Dr. Armstrong is in the house. Uh, Carlson and Kane, uh, t- they talk to... Uh, Patrick Stewart, and they say, "Hey, how can we, let's? We need to talk to uh, Ellen." And Patrick Stewart's like, "Oh yeah, sure, no problem." He's very accommodating, helps him out. And apparently, as a nurse, you can just live on the grounds. How can apparently, yeah, because because she lives there. And holy shit, is this scene get really weird too? Yeah, this one <laughs> is wow. <laughs> so Kane and Carlson knock on this woman's door. She answers it, and they're like, "Hey, we talked to Patrick Stewart. He said we can come in." She's yeah. like, "Okay," and she just lets him in. And he he start talking. It's like, "Hey, who are you seducing today? Who are you making out with today?" You're looking at something up on your phone, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> who are you making out with today? And she's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And that's when Carlson just up and slaps her. Wham, <laughs> dude! Just, it's, it's it's like I. 
I was not ready for that. I, no! <laughs> it was a fucking, it's a fucking violent I mean, he's, slap, too. He's like, where have you been today? Who have you been with today? Who are you? She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Slap! <laughs> <laughs> and just starts slapping her around. Um, he's, he grabs her and he starts getting in her face. He's like, you know what? He's like, you, you're a misogynist. You're a, mis- you're a masochist. Yeah. And he's yeah. telling like, was it Kane or whoever, you know, he, that he starts going, you're a masochist. Guy. He looks over at Kane, Colonel Kane. He goes, this is going to get pretty ugly. If I need to get the information, she wants me to she hurt like, her. She wants me to she hurt her. Wants she me. wants and me he's to hurt so her. so intense. And then he's like, you might want to leave. And then Kane, cool as a fucking English dude, cucumber. Dude, it's just goes, uh, he's just like, you might want to leave. He goes, not at all. I'm a natural voyeur. Voyeur, I know. Like, wait, and what, is just, what? what is about to happen here? This is insane. I'm a natural voyeur. Doesn't doesn't change a beat. Sits down on the Sits couch, down, crosses, crosses his legs. legs, and kind of like puts his hand in his Like, chair. I'm waiting for him to pull out his pipe, like his pipe, yes. or, or pour yes. a glass of brandy. Yes. Like, all right, let's get going. Yeah. <laughs> like, probably like, all right, let's get this going. All right. You're totally right. <laughs> Let's get creepy. <laughs> and this gets so weird. He starts <laughs> he starts grabbing her going, who is it? Where is she? Get out. Pulling her hair. Rips her clothes off. Starts like shaking the shit out of her. And he's just yelling into her face, where is she? Where is she? And just plants a kiss on her face. Kissing just her so hard, he pulls back, and she faints. <laughs> yes. God damn, he's a good kisser. <laughs> <laughs> he just scoops her up, puts her in the bed, looks at Kane and goes, I have a physical description. <laughs> so, just like that, <laughs> now he fucking knows where the bo- like what body Space Girl is in. Because Space Girl is apparently hopping from body to body. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So, this okay, I am just according to this map of UK countries or counties, we'll call it. Yeah. Um, London, as we know, is is southern London, very down to southern. Uh, Yorkshire is like almost up by Scotland. Like it's way, way fucking up north. So like, apparently, they I don't know what they got their fucking geography way fucking wrong on this one. Uh, there's like there'd be like no way that. Uh, well, she, they would. She, she, <laughs> she, she go from London to Yorkshire on foot. I, well, I guess I don't know, but it she got on the move. Me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, Carlson and Kane come back down and go over to Patrick Stewart and say, "Yes, uh, she was very helpful." So, do you? I, 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 if I, if I ask you a description of one of your patients, would you be able to identify him? And he says, "Okay, well, who is it?" He goes, "A fat man, gray hair." Big birthmark on the side of his face. He goes, oh, yes, that's Charles. <laughs> that's Mr. Charles, the, the child killer. <laughs> it's like, ooh, he's in, he's currently in solitary confinement. He's been naughty. <laughs> <laughs> naughty. <laughs> so Kane and, uh, Kane and Carlson want to question uh, this guy. And they say, hey, you know, let's let, we need to do some questioning. Um, as part of protocol to help... Co- control them they get a combination of morphine and pentothal ready basically a sedative yeah they have this big hypodermic but isn't needle. like a truth sedative because Pen- sodium pentothal is like a truth yeah, yeah so and more it's basically Morph- a truth sedative yeah it's basically it's, dope it's, you know, yeah, it's like truth telling dope yeah truth telling dope <laughs> so they get this which is weird because like i'm sorry but if you want somebody to tell the truth and you want to get information why would you want to sedate them to the point where they basically just pass out? That kind of seems I, counterproductive. The only thing I can think of is that they're not, so they'll be more relaxed. 
you know, because morphine is definitely like a painkiller yes. and it relaxes you. Yeah. And so maybe if you're but more relaxed, that, that relaxed, you're more you're passed out. And maybe you're not going to get any information. Maybe you <laughs> spill the, the beans a little better. Anyway, I don't care. They, they, they <laughs> I don't care. They have a, this fat guy locked up. In comes uh, Lamson, the assistant, who I love. I love that guy. The, really? the guy in the white coat. Oh, for yeah. some reason, I love that guy. Um, his hair is on point. Yeah, tell me about it. Dude, his sharp. Hair is sharp. Dude, like, his outfit is sharp. Everything's clean. Dude, his hair was like so, like, like so much pride and like, so much. It looked like spray. an action it, figure's hair. Yeah, it looked plastic. Yes. It's like that thing wasn't movable. It looked like maybe like uh, like one was like I almost like a Max Headroom. Like it almost looked like yeah, like plastic yeah. robotic hair. Like it was like holy or like shit. Or like from Dog Boy. Did you ever watch Dog Boy on Liquid Television? No, I didn't. Oh yeah, I that was. That I was remember, crazy. The, I, but yeah. I don't remember like anything. Dog Boy was it. weird because it was like a live action and they had animated backgrounds and they had these weird plastic hair and plastic like their clothes were made of they were real actors yeah but they were wearing like pl- like plastic ties and pl- like everything's pl- wearing was plastic yeah and that's what, really yeah, strange but that, yeah that's what his hair looks like i mean it's yeah. so yeah <laughs> looks like a gi joe or something like that anyway they all go in to question this child killer this fat child killer guy um and Wait, he had like a giant like huge like, it looks like, it looks like somebody just like smeared like like uh uh, a shoe posh right on yeah. his cheek. He's like, all yeah. right, that's fine. That's a one fuck of a birthmark. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. So they're about to give the injection. You know, Lamson has the has God. the syringe. And that's when Love Kane this. looks Love over, this. grabs the syringe, and honey dicks Picard and packs you and jams it into his arm. Dude, and this is fucking insane. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. And they inject it Picard, and so it goes bonkers. pretty bonkers. So Love it. Love it. Carlson has a you know has like a waist lock on. He's he's bear hugging Picard, and Picard gets injected, and Picard just <gasps> just starts screaming the most crazy, the most epic screams like ever. And again, like, you you can tell Picard or Patrick Stewart, like you can tell the good actors from the big even by the, just their screams are like. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, Jesus Christ. I had to turn that's it down. Like, that, that's like a Shakespearean proper yeah. <laughs> scream right there. Like, like it's, it's like some people like you see in like the bad movies, people are screaming like, ah! yeah. but this, he put like fear something into this stream. Like he dug down deep and it is like Primal. Academy award winning <laughs> scream. It's insane. Yeah. And like, and I, I was watching this downstairs. Like, my wife's upstairs. She's like, is everything okay? I'm like, it's Patrick Stewart, baby. <laughs> like, and again, when you think Patrick Stewart, you think of uh, Captain Picard. And I, Grant, I'm not going to say I've watched every episode of Star Trek Next Generation, so I can't verify this or Professor X. But, like, never in anything I've ever seen Patrick Stewart in ever has he done something like this, where he screamed like this. There's a couple episodes of Star and Trek. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Amazing. He takes him. Like, holy <laughs> fuck. See, not only that, he finally takes down Picard, and then Picard starts doing fucking breakdancing work yes! and stuff. He's like flopping around, the around floor like a fish out of water. With this, like two hundred pound man on his and back. Carlson's on him, like doing like MMA holds, trying to keep him pinned. It's it's, it's so, so way so crazy. Yeah. And then when the, the secretary goes, this is madness. Yes. And I'm like, fuck yeah, it is. Madness. <laughs> like it was like a Vince McMahon type. This is madness. It's so awesome. <laughs> They strap uh, Picard to a wheelchair and take him to uh, like but, a like a surgery. Yeah, because, another surgical theater. Because after, right before they do that, they say, "I forget who it is. If it, it's which one, it says it." But he's like, "There's your killer." Yeah. And at that point, 
I was very confused because like, what? Who? What? Yeah. How, like, who? How? Who did he, is he supposed to kill? I who thought the, the, he, I thought the nurse was the killer. You just went and beat the shit out of. She was the one who killed the lady, right? So like, I like I at this point I'm 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 very lost yeah. as to who I don't understand who Patrick Stewart is supposed to have killed. Right. I don't know what's going on here. We're, yeah, it's very confusing. So they take him to uh, like an office to be confined and strapped down to a chair. They tell Lamson to go get more of this this sodium pentothal morphine combo. Not just one shot, but three. He's like, three? Yes. You must be bloody insane. Yeah. <laughs> and they get the three. I'll yeah. take responsibility. He's like, all, all right. right. <laughs> so they strap him down. I cannot do British accents, by the and way. And they're, they're, like... trying, they're trying to like talk. And Carlson, he's like, I have connection. And he starts talking to Picard. He's saying, where is he? Where is where is she? Where is she? Talk to, is she inside of you? And, and you can tell... You know, Patrick Stewart is just kind of like, oh, oh, she's here. She's inside of me. It's like, let her talk. Let her talk. And all of a sudden, Lamson opens the door and goes, I have the pentothal. <laughs> <laughs> and he's holding on a tray. Like, like, it's like, it's like, it's like Shakespeare. Like Shakespeare because they're all British, I guess. I he's like, I have the pentothal. It's the grandest entrance for such a minor little thing. I, that's why I love him. <laughs> He just comes in. He's holding it like he's like a, like a, like a waiter. He's got some like extravagant dessert or something. I have the pentothal. Like the, 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 the flaming dessert, whatever. Something on fire. Like oh. And, and my thought is, man, he really wants to hang out with these guys because <laughs> he's such a small character and he's trying. And like, thank you, Lamson. That'll be all. And you can tell he's like, oh. <laughs> It's so small, but it's so great. Yeah, he looks oh. so disappointed. We're like, I have to leave. Like, oh. oh. <laughs> and I just want to say again, I mean, it's fucking Patrick Stewart, so of course he's going to nail it. But again, the acting is so much better in this movie than I thought it would be. Again, Patrick Stewart, of course it's going to yeah. be. But this scene where he's like being interrogated like in his like morphine drug days is so good. Like any other actor, or, especially in a B movie or a lesser act, again, it could have gone... So like poorly, so like over the top, or just so like this is a delicate line to, for the walk, type of the walk, this type of scene, yeah, or yeah. and Patrick Stewart crushes it, yeah, so good, yeah, so good. So he starts talking to, he gives him another, he's about to give him another injection of the sodium pentothal morphine, and that's when all of a sudden Picard starts speaking, and it's a female voice, yes, and he's like, "There's no need for that," and it's it's he's speaking, but it's it's the it's space girl, space girl. Space Girl speaking through him. He's, and Carlson's like, fuck that. And gives him another dose. Um, and basically, Carlson starts interrogating uh, Space Girl through Patrick Stewart. Saying, who are you? What do you want? What are you doing here? Um, and we kind of get the breakdown of why the vampires are here. You know, they're kind of saying, you know, we we are here because I love you. I love you. And we, you, the reason I look this way, we don't have bodies. We, you know, bodies are just what we, what we adopt. Uh, you have pictured me as the perfect picture of female femininity. What's your idea of female femininity is? That's why I look like this. Um, and all of a sudden there's like flashes between Picard and her. And then you see her on the gurney yeah. and then back to Picard. So it's like, they're really trying to hammer home that she has encompassed his body. Which again, I still, there's so much about this where I start getting really confused. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's tough because they really confused. They're cutting between Picard and her, and Carlson's overacting, in my opinion. Yeah, at this point. Carlson doesn't. Yeah, he goes overboard on a lot. So of stuff. it's hard to pull the information out of this scene. But essentially, but what 
what it is is they she kind of basically says, "I'm an alien being. I love you. You you base. We need to. Sh- we're trying to share. You know, we're we're sharing in your world." We adopted your language. We adopted what your idea of femininity is, and this I, is why I look so perfect. But that's where I again I'm confused by because one okay, one I mean how she gets into Picard we don't we never see it we don't know or Patrick Stewart, uh, and that's confusing enough. Well, this this comes up later, but there's, there's okay, <clears throat> but here's what I'm saying: like, if she's saying we don't have bodies, and I'm just taking the form of what you're mentally projecting on us or me or what you're on yourself your or whatever. idea of the perfect woman basically. yeah but that doesn't make sense because w- when we see them in the opening of the movie they're man bats they have a body they're bat shaped we see that in the dream and then when we see her for the first time she's already the per- uh, naked woman in a glass coffin yeah and there's which she was that she was that before Carlson ever saw her. But so yeah, I don't get this. Like, only, that's where I get confused. The like, only thing I can say is like when Carlson starts entering the spaceship, he says things like, I feel like I've been here. I feel really good about this place. I feel energized. He says weird things like that. Yeah. So maybe there was already a connection happening there. But still, but again, I, it's not clear. It's not. It's so confusing. Like, I don't get because they're Yeah. If they don't have a body, they should have been something in a glass case, like a, a blob, a glue, an orb, energy, something. But they're they're her and the two sex, and, sexy and, silence. And who are, who who like then who, who then who, who mentally projected two sexy yeah, naked dudes? Yeah, yeah. Like why are there, they? Why were they all is, female? There is one female crew. But I don't think she ever entered that room when they first go in. It's no, a all dude. four of them will go in there. But yeah, it's but, just but like when they fir- the first person that goes in is Carlson. It's Carlson. So there's yeah. one, so why weren't all three of them hot naked chicks? Right. So like. That's where I'm like, this is where I don't get it. Like I'm, I'm start losing. Yeah. The the, well, the the I'm start losing it here. Like I don't know what's going on. It. This is where it, you know what actually. At this point, this is where a lot of the story falls apart. Honestly. Yeah. Going forward, there's a there's 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 gonna be parts you're gonna freak out over even more coming up. I mm-hmm. know. This is where the story really starts to fall apart. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he starts yelling. Let me go. Let me go. Uh, let me go. This, let me go. Is, let this, me go. This is the Batista. I swear I think Batista watched this movie before he did the whole give me what I want bit with Triple H. Because that's the first thing I saw when he's like, let me go. Let me go. And I'm thinking Batista says, give me what I want. Give me what I want. It, it's the same thing. Marshall he, going back into pro wrestling. Okay. Don't, don't give me hey, that. I'm just, uh, at first I was really confused. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, pro wrestling. So, but yeah, so. it's like I'm just thinking Batista just ranting like a madman, give me what I want over and over again for five minutes. And that's what Carlson is doing, just saying, let me go. And he gets Carlson, more and yeah. more insane. And so, then it goes on for like two or three minutes of him just ranting, let me go, let me go, yeah, the, over and the, over again. Basically, you know, Picard or the woman speaking through Picard saying, you know, we're in love, we're one, we're one. He's like, let me go, let me go, let me go. As he's saying this, he's getting closer and closer and closer. And then he's like, let me go. <laughs> and plants one on Picard, and damn, he's a good kisser. Cause shit starts going crazy. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it starts going off the charts, crazy. Again, I, 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 I lost it with the whole I don't have a buy thing, but now back on board. Yeah, because <laughs> it's insane. So fucking the, love it. <laughs> the war, this room starts spinning like there's blue light spinning in a vortex, and furniture's flying around the room. Carlson's hanging on to Picard, shaking like he's being electrocuted. Picard's just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> he's just laying there. 
Kane goes flying against the wall. The secretary goes flying against the wall. He fucking dies. He smashes against the wall. And, and dies. you were just laying there unconscious. Picard just, just crushes it. Just, just laying there. <laughs> but it's always Patrick Stewart can fucking chilling like a just shit's going it. nuts. Kane wakes up. Colonel Kane wakes up, runs over, grabs the two other vials of the sodium pentothal morphine, and like a fucking boss, double injects Picard in the neck, each side of the neck. At the same time, it looked fucking... He was fucking cool as cucumber, man. I loved it. Shit dies down. Everything falls down. And Carlson collapses to the floor. Lamson comes back in. He's like, can I hang out with you guys? <laughs> Lamson comes back in. And that's when Carlson starts freaking. He's like, it's too late. It's too late. Oh, it's like... Kane's like, what's going on? What are you talking about? He goes, it's too late. They've, they've taken over London. They've taken it over. And it's like, what are you talking about? And it's like, it's they're spreading. It's spreading. And, ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's. So here we are. We're going to the third act now. So after they, like, you know, Carlson's freaking out saying, we're too late, we're too late. He doesn't exactly explain what's going on. They get back into the helicopter and start flying back to London. While they're flying back to London, uh, the the helicopter guy, pilot's like, hey, did you hear the BBC? And they turn on the BBC and they're like, it's absolutely pandemonium here in London. It's, it's, it's hasn't been this much destruction since the Blitzkrieg. And they show like a quick shot of like London and buildings are exploding. Dude, and things this are on fire is and, insanity. And that's just a, that's just a taste. They just show things exploding and people running around. And at this and point, I just got one. Again, it's a two hour movie. And I'm like, we get to this point. I'm like, okay, we're just gotta be almost over. We got like thirty minutes, 30 minutes left. left. There's like thirty minutes yeah. left of this chaos. Of just what's, and that's just they just start with that. They're still flying in the air. They're still flying in the helicopter. They show that really quick. It's like holy shit. Yeah, shit's getting real right there. But then they cut away. I'm like, oh, <laughs> don't worry, we'll get back. <laughs> We're to going it. back to that. <laughs> but they're flying in the helicopter, and there's like, sir, there's a call from Doctor Vlada. <laughs> Doctor Vlad wow. calls him up. So Doctor Vlad calls up. Um, this is a weird scene. Dr. Vlad calls up and says he explains that the vampires can jump into other bodies and change their likeness. Yeah. So, and it's the original three can only do that. So I guess that explains how sexy girl jumped, you know, sexy space girl jumped into Picard. But again, it just comes out of thin air. Thin air, but and again, and of course it's Vlad, the guy who's like yeah, a, the guy an who expert just, in this out, just, out for like one day. Like, how is it I, I can't stand this. Yeah. This is one thing about the movie I can't say. It's like, I hate this fucker who is saying, my, like, this is just bad, right? Like, hey, we need yeah. somebody to explain things out of nowhere. Right, Dr. Like, Vlad. He just knows everything <laughs> out of a win. Yeah. He, he knows yeah. he's an expert. Oh, this, but, but this then, gets even, it gets even worse. I know. It gets even worse because he says, there was a male vampire who came to my door when he was studying. I managed to kill him. The only way you can kill them is... Is to stab them in their energy center, not their heart. Not the heart. Two inches below the heart An in their energy, energy center, center with a leaded iron weapon. Which, by the way, at this yeah. point, he has a there's like a giant crate on his desk, and he's pulling out this weird ass looking sword. Yeah, but it's the weirdest look, like unweldable sword I've it's ever seen. Like, there's the, no way this thing would be practical. It's got a huge, long, thick wooden handle. Is it's it got to be. It's, it, I don't it, know. But I don't, the handle is so big. Like it's like it's so thick. It's like a tri as a small tree trunk, basically. Yeah, like there's no yeah. way this thing would be actually usable or weldable. But he, he's pulling out of like this wooden box, like, it, like, it, like which came from some museum, and it says yeah. something something museum. And I can't read the but what's the name of the stories or what it's it supposed was, to it be. Was, it but. Always, I, I paused it and I looked at it. 
it doesn't say anything special. It just says it's from, you know, the London History Museum. Yeah. And it says, uh, you know, property of Captain Charles Dickens. Who fucking knows? <laughs> 1856. Okay. And it doesn't say what it is, what it's for. Yeah. It looks like a sword. It, it, kind, kind of. of. It, 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 that's the closest thing I get. Because at first, like, is that supposed to be a sword? Because it does, again... No sword has a handle that fucking thick. Unless you put your hand into it. Like a gauntlet sword. But, yeah, they, but, but like, that's not it. Don't know. It, it's, it's a, a weird looking Weird ass. Thing. But he just has, he's just kind of like, like, again, like, how did he have the word? Like, oh, I'm going to call up the museum. Have him send me over this weird ass sword. Because I need that to kill a vampire. Yeah. Like, and he, and he, kinda, he kind of talks to him. What? He's like, Carlson, you understand? You got to stab him. Because he starts like breaking it down saying... They're from, they, they very well could be vampires. Who knows? And how, it's old world stuff. So it kind of comes back. Do you remember us talking about this before? When, I guess, ancient lore, they talked about iron and yeah. elements. Hurt, like, Sorry, leprechaun iron, was iron hurt was, by iron. Iron was, yeah. So they kind of bring this back, you but know? But now it's leaded base or something like that? Like, lead? Yeah, leaded, leaded iron weapon. So... What? Like, and it's so funny though. Vlad keeps screaming, Carlson, you understand? Carlson, Carlson, Carlson. He goes, yeah. <laughs> like, I got it, dad. Fucking, Leave it alone. I fucking, got it. Fucking American. Come on, Carlson. Get with the, <laughs> be like the Brits. Get with it. Uh, so Carlson. <laughs> but what, wait, was Carlson actually American? Yeah, Carlson's American. Okay. He's the one American. I know he landed yeah. in Texas, but I didn't know if he was actually American. He's the one American, yeah. Because I thought everybody. All right, never mind. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, like I just. I, I, I hate this. Like, this yeah, point, I get, I'm falling off yeah. at this point. Like this stupid story. Yeah, this is thing. like I said. This is where the like, the story really starts falling apart. So yes, there's more, Marshall. <laughs> but the, but what we're coming up to this scene on the helicopter that comes up. Holy again, crap! Again, it's a where well, like, I'm falling off. I'm like I fuck this. this yeah, the we're sword, falling I'm, off. I'm done. I'm out of it. But then what happens on the helicopter? Bam! I'm right back in because it's fucking bonkers. You want to take it, baby? Go oh for it. Okay. Yes. I, because I, I don't have notes on this, but after, oh my god! After oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I love this. It's insane. Okay, so we're on the helicopter, and uh, the helicopter might say something. They're, 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 trans, they're transporting back the bodies Picard. of Picard and the dead secretary. Is they're, the secretary there? The secretary is there too. Oh, yeah, yeah there are two. Okay, they're so, bringing them back to. They're to, bringing them back. They're, they're, bringing they're them strapped back. down on, a, on like a cot or a gurney or something like that, and. Then, like, after he gets done with the, the, the radio transmission with Flad and yeah. the, the stupid sword thing uh, gets cut off, all of a sudden, fucking blood just starts, like, puking, flying, puking out of every orifice of, uh, of Patrick's or of Picard. Like, it's coming out of his mouth, his eyes, his, uh, ears. his ears, and his nose. Like, every opening in his head has blood flying out of it. And it's done in a way where it almost looks like it should be more in space than in, in yeah. because it's like almost defying gravity. It's like floating out. It's like floating out instead of like yeah, like projectile. projectile. It's like floating it's out. More like but floating. it's floating out fast, fast. And it's just like pouring out of his, of his face. And then you see the other um, the secretary. The secretary. It's coming out of his face too. And his blood is forming. And it's and, combining and, and, in and, midair. Yeah, in, in midair, defying gravity. It's like congealing together. And it starts to make the shape of a torso with tits. And titties! With titties! <laughs> so now we have blood titties. Blood titties. And they're perfect blood titties. So here's jerk off number four. Uh, I think we're up to number five number here. Number five. All right. Uh, and it forms into this gelatinous blood version of hot space chick. A space chick who, again, CGI or gra- special effects, 
Looked great for the time. A little dated, but still looked pretty awesome. She looks at Carlson. I think she says... She says Carlson. Carlson. And then everybody, everybody in, this, in this whole helicopter, right if you so, looks... It's like, they're like terrified. terrified. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's happening? And rightfully so. Because, damn right, I would be too. Yeah. And, but then, blood space chick just like explodes. She, she screams. She, she screams. <laughs> and just explodes into blood, which just <laughs> crashes, crashes in like a puddle. A puddle on the helicopter floor. And it's amazing. It's so crazy. It's fucking the craziest thing, one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And again, I'm right back into this movie 100. I'm in. I'm like, I'm in again. I'm, I'm, I, every time I get out, it pulls me right back in. Every oh. time. It's one of the. It's like one of the best scenes in this movie. I'm like, holy fuck, is that crazy? Oh my god. And I, I don't even know if I can do it justice with what I said, but it's fucking amazing. It's Paul. amazing. Woo. Oh. oh man. So it's. I need another beer. Madness. It's madness. So Carlson's freaking out. Madness. <laughs> this is madness. Carlson's freaking out, rightfully so. Then Carlson suddenly confesses that, oh, it was, yeah. that it was him all along on the... He goes, it was me or maybe her. He like all of a sudden tossed a little well, blame yeah, on, because, on the Churchill originally who let her loose and got everyone killed. It was his fault. Uh, but the one thing they say is that because we didn't touch on this at all, but they keep... I think it's Turtleneck Guy. Yeah, Kane. Uh, sassy pants. Yes. Uh, they keep asking about the black box, the records. And yeah, they, and at yeah, one point, he's yeah. like, oh, they were destroyed. And they like, oh, no, they weren't destroyed. They were just locked in a key. Or, oh, no, we never. Yeah. There's always this mystery about what happened to the actual recordings of the black box. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at this point, yeah, uh, he Carlson basically, says. He basically comes clean. He's that like, whole 20-minute story you heard earlier. He's like, yeah, that didn't happen. She seduced me. I was under her spell. I did all this. Yeah, I killed blah, blah, blah. everyone. I Yeah, so. Did he, did he kill well, everyone, he, he, or did he... You know, he basically, basically, you know, he caused them he, to He die. caused something. I should, I should, he, didn't, and he didn't kill them physically. He he basically caused them to Yeah, die. like, she, he let yeah. her out or, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, he let know, her out. Basically, he yeah. says, I'm the cause There's of all a, this. They, they, do another, they do another sexy make-out scene yeah. flashback An, uh, with again, blue, another, light, like, blue lightning and electricity like going 10, everywhere. Like 15-minute flashback scene. And make-out and titties looking great. looking great. Man, jerk-off number six. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, basically, yeah, we're just it. cruising we'll over on. that yeah. though. Um, they get a call saying, Hey, we got to go. We're going to the prime minister. Uh, we need to tell him what's going on. Uh, so when they fly, no, they, I'm just curious. I, I, you bring the prime minister, you know, I know it's London and you, you would think it, I, I'm not expecting like, it to become like a whole side plot, but you would think maybe just once, just, just one line would say, like, somebody would say, what about the queen? Where's the queen? We gotta save somebody. Save right? the queen. No they don't give a shit about the queen. Nope. This one, they, the queen's non-existent. In they don't this give movie. a damn. Like, they fuck the queen. While they're flying to the prime minister, they do another cut to London where shit is going crazy, even more bonkers. There's there's zombie people running around. Yes, that's what. Okay, so the, yeah. the, the vampires have become more zombie. It, it looks more like well, a it's zombie. The, yeah, it's, because they're all like they're, they're, they're all starting like, to decay. The decay and shrivel, yeah, mummify, which. Yeah, it's this vampire ass, but it looks, but physically, visually, it looks more like a zombie, zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It's like fucking twenty eight days later. Shit's shit. exploding. There's like there's, a zombie nun, I think, which yeah. I loved. And there's it, so much shit going on. They just cut to that for about five minutes. Dude, and they London cut Bridge back. is on fire. Parliament fucking explodes. It's because there's like yeah. blue, like there's like blue comets, almost like these blue things of energy flying through the sky, and you see one like it zooms by. Oh, okay, man. there's this, the, the street level is chaos, like hundreds of people just screaming. 
killing each other, going absolutely nuts. And you see a streak of blue light and like fly across the sky. It kind of loops back, like does a U-turn. And like, okay, I'm thinking it's just a ball of energy, no big deal. No, it's like a fucking space missile because it comes in hits parliament and parliament boom, just boom, boom there goes parliament it's gone it's fucking amazing <laughs> it is awesome it's amazing and this so, but, and this but chaos they just, they goes just, on yeah. and on and, and they on. keep cutting to it so yeah. they cut back to carlson and kane who will finally cut, go to the prime minister and you know they, they lay on the prime minister and this it's it's just chaos in the office yeah and the offices everyone's running around it's like it's not parliament obviously he there's like some bunker you know, they're meeting the prime minister in a bunker or like a rooftop area. And, you know, the helicopter lands. They go in chaos. All these guys in military outfits running around. And the secretary, fucking cool as hell. She's <laughs> like, the prime minister will be with you shortly. Yeah. Would, <laughs> would, can, would you like some tea? And it, it's, uh, Seriously, that's what she says. Oh, I know. <laughs> and Carlson goes, we really need to talk to him right now. She goes, I'm sure he's aware. It's urgent. <laughs> this you thing, know, they she have her is shit together. Right. <laughs> I love like, would you like some tea while you what wait? Is- the world is basically ending, falling apart outside. London is on fire. You're, and she's like, nope. What is that British saying? Keep calm and carry on? Yeah, keep calm and carry Dude, on. Dude, that's her to a fucking a tea. Epitome of that. Yes. She, she is- Shit is literally exploding. People are eating each other. And she's like, <laughs> nope. Prime Minister of Beauty shortly. You will, would wait, you like some you will tea? wait until he is ready for you. Yeah. Here's some tea. Yeah. Sit there and wait. <laughs> Poster boy, poster girl, whatever. I love that girl. I love her. I love her. Holy shit, the most British woman ever. <laughs> Prime Minister comes out, he's all sweaty. He's like, hi, 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 hi. He's like shaking hands. He's got like, he looks like he's done like three eight balls of coke. And he's just wound up. He's like, hi, how you doing? How you doing? Oh, yeah, there's just crazy zombies going on. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Hey, Miss Haverford. It's Miss Haverford. That's a secretary. Come here, come here, come here. You know, he, like, closes the door. He, like, shoes them away. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? And he doesn't close the door all the way. They poke their heads, and he's like, Miss Haverford. And, like, starts, he's behind, like, uh, a map, and you can see their silhouettes. And he starts making out, he, like, starts kissing Miss Haverford, and blue light starts going off. So you can tell he's compromised, and that's when Kane and Carlson are like, "Nope," <laughs> they just they don't they they don't they're they're expressionless. They just look at each other and walk right out. <laughs> they don't try just, to save the girl. They don't try to kill the miss. No, the bomb. Like, no. fuck it, we're out of here. And they're, they're, as they're walking out, some of the military people look all fucked up. A couple of them are coughing, and one like falls over. Like, get this man a gurney, and they're like, get the fuck out of here. Luckily, the helicopter guy's still there. They're, they look at the helicopter. They kind of signal that they're yeah. going back up. They it's jump. The bird going. They jump on the helicopter, and that's when the music kicks back on. Two fucking zombies come running out. Well, like zombie vampires. Zombie man. vampires as the helicopter's taking off, and they jump on the leg of the, the rail. Plane, the, the rail. The landing, yeah, the landing. And layout. holy shit. I, get this, I had flashbacks of a muck train. Yeah. There's like, there ain't no safety wire. There's <laughs> no. just two Joes jumping onto a helicopter as it lifts <laughs> off the, the top I watch of the building. I'm like, holy like, shit. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> One guy, you can tell, he's struggling to hold on. And I guess that was part of the plan, though. Yeah. He's struggling to hold on. He's trying to climb up. He's grabbing his own hands to kind of pull himself up. But the skin, the flesh in his hands rip off because yes. he's decaying. And he falls to his death. <laughs> his skin rips off. The other one's climbing up and about to get in. Kane looks at the copy and goes, got any, you got any weapons on here? He's like, all we have is a flare. He grabs the flare gun. And as soon as the zombie pops up, ha! <laughs> Boom! Boom. Shoots him with a flare. The chest is 
huge burst of light is fucking awesome. It is awesome. It is I love so it. I cool. I'm back in. I'm like, ah, I'm back in. I can't help so it. so cool. It's so cool. Like, I just love the fact that like, like, they did a job of hiding. I'm sure yeah. there had to be something, but like, you, there was like no safety-looking equipment oh, it, or safety wires on these guys. They're hanging off a fucking helicopter as it's lifting off of, on a top of a building. It's fantastic. <laughs> and the music's going, and it's just so intense. And they're, they're like, get us the fuck out of here. They're about to fly out, and they're like, hey, we're getting a signal. If, we, if we're quarantined, if we fly out, it's been taken over by NATO. It's under martial law. Yeah, they, they, they just say it's yeah. like, like, what the if, fuck? If, if, <laughs> like, I, I NATO! Like, yeah, he's, like, he's like, those fucking pissed <laughs> Fuck NATO! I was like, what do you have against NATO there, Kane? Yeah, they're Carter, trying to... Sassy pants? They're, they're, like, they're like, we gotta, we gotta get down. That's all sass. <laughs> Mr. Sass. Sass is giving some... Hey, throwing some shade on NATO. <laughs> and they're like, as soon as... They're like, we, like, they're like, no, get us out of here. We, we need to escape. It's like if I leave the the parameters, we're gonna get shot down. Yeah. So they they set down. Um, they talk to this. There's this military installation, kind of like a makeshift uh, camp where they have barbed Check, wire. A checkpoint. Like a checkpoint. Uh, uh, yeah. A checkpoint. Uh, yeah. Uh, like forward they're, they're operating. Set, they're set up the perimeter. You know, they're like no one can come yeah. in and out of London. We're gonna kill anyone who does. You know, your quarantine is like we're not sick. We know exactly what's happening. We need to talk to the guy in charge. Finally, to convince the person who's in charge to talk to him. Uh, they kind of explain to him. They're like, "So, uh, what's going on with you know what? What? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to mention while they're talking to the prime minister, like the 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 spaceship, the 150 mile long spaceship is oh yeah coming to Earth. It's, it's come it's, back. It's, it's it's right out right in Earth's orbit. But is this? Right, I, over, I got confused London. by this too because it seemed like this one was a different spaceship than the one that they originally nah, got. It on. was the same one. Because it looked different. They were in different shapes. It, it, well, it opens. It opens an umbrella type of shape. I, yeah. Okay. I, it's, I, it's supposed I, to be the same I one. really thought it was two different ones. It's like, this to. was like the rest of the space vampires coming to, like, this was like the reserve. Like, we're, we're back. Up. Okay, we're coming here. Here we are to pick you guys up. While the original one was like, I don't know, like, maybe that was the one. Like, maybe, okay, here's what I thought. Okay. Let's break it down. This first spaceship where they find, where it's like, okay, in the alien vampire world, that was like their, well, we have Patrick's, let's say the Enterprise, okay. out exploring, you know. So this is their, their, their little, their little. This was uh, their Enterprise. They were out exploring new frontiers, all right? Finding new plants to sure. suck the life force sure. out of or whatever. And they got derelict uh, or whatever. They, they lost contact. And, and so they sent the distress signal, beacon was going, maybe they, the Churchill didn't know it. So. They take them down, and then this is like the rescue party coming from uh. the original ship coming. It's like, oh shit, we figured out what's going on, buddy. We're here now to rescue or to aid in your invasion of Earth. Like, I see. I thought it was two different. It ships. very well could be. All I know is that there's an alien ship above London. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's what we need to know. That's all we. There is an alien ship the prim, above the prime London. Minister, they learned that when they talked to the prime minister, brief again, super briefly, super brief. And uh, they they mentioned it's like. So they're, they're saying, yeah, shit's going crazy in London. London's quarantined. Everybody tries. No one's in. No one's out. He goes, and he goes, excuse me, sir. What about the alien ship above? He goes, oh, yes, that. Like, I will tell you over some tea and crumpets. Like, like Let's second, second fucking fiddle. I mean, yeah, I know London's going crazy. But, yeah, there's an alien spaceship above. And he's just like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just hanging out over London. Nothing related to this, no, I'm sure. I'm sure it has nothing to do with this. So Carlson and 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 Kane, I'm getting a bit drunk, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Carlson. And I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I know there's a dragon all, but 
I'm having a blast. I'm glad right you now. are. Yeah, I'm getting drunk and I am loving this it. This is a great movie to get drunk to. <laughs> it I'm is, telling you, it is. Carlson and Kane they walk away and they're they're kind of look they're on a hill and they're overlooking London. They see this giant beam of blue light shooting up into the air. Yes, you know this yes. giant beam of blue light shooting up in the air. And Carlson says, "That's the souls. That's the that's the life force of the people." Every down there. blue light or every every one of those because yeah. it's, 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 there's a sound being blue light, but then like in the light you see like these. These balls. orbs, these little balls mm-hmm. going up. Orbs, and he's yeah. like every he says every blue light, but the whole thing's blue. Yeah. But but every, every orb, orb is a human soul being yeah. sucked up into this to be, I guess, Fed, eaten or consumed yeah. by mm-hmm. this alien force. Yeah. So he's like, I've, I've got to stop it. I've got to stop it. And she wants me to stop it. She wants me to come with her. And basically, he's like, I'm gonna go get some puss, and <laughs> decides to go off on a booty call, an international <laughs> booty call. <laughs> And I think I just killed Marshall. You did. <laughs> I was like swallowing mid swig of a beer. And I gotta go with some puss and about to choke myself. <laughs> and, and and all of a sudden, Kane's like, "You can't do that." And he turns, and Carlson's gone, just gone. You hear some gunshots, and then they, Car- Kane runs up to this guy who's getting up off the ground, like holding his face. He's like, "That that that Yankee plugged me." He took my car, and he's gone. And it's like. He's he's gone and he's he's going to he's going oh. to go shack up with Space Girl, <laughs> and Kane's like, I can't let that happen, Captain Cockblock Number Two. <laughs> he decides he's like he ain't getting some of that ass without my intervention. Kane decides he, he convinces everyone to let him leave. He takes a car and he's like, I need a sidearm. Takes his card, takes a gun, heads into London, and that's when we see Carlson. Driving the shittiest like truck, oh, it's conversion so- <laughs> van. And you would think like the military would have like better vehicles for him to and steal. And you can tell Carlson's never driven stick in his life because he's just killing the car. <laughs> and he's driving into London, and like we said before, shit's going insane. Yeah, like I said, we got gl- like glimpses of it here and there, but, but this from is here where, on like, out, this is where you like they they. It's like you're fully. In the insanity of that's going yeah. on in London right now, it's it's nuts. It's madness. Shit's exploding. People we talked about before. It's it, going. It, this is where it becomes crazy. from like sci-fi vampire to like a full like zombie yes. outbreak movie. And I have to say, honestly, this is probably one of the best representations yes. of zombie urban apocalypse. Yes. Like in an urban environment, it's absolutely like, incredible. This, like you never see this like The Walking Dead. You never saw this like when. Like even in season one or two, when they're in Atlanta, a giant metropolitan area, like this is the shit that you would have like you didn't see. Like this is what would have been happening in the early stages. Of that you never see it in that show. You, I don't now. Fear the Walking Dead. I don't really yeah. know. I don't follow as much. But like even like Twenty Eight Days Later, which is a one a great fucking yeah. zombie movie. But it's like after everything happened. But yes, yeah. like this. This is it's happening it is, right I now. Know, like, this yeah. one, like I forget we're dealing with actual like space life force sucking vampires because it's like a full on zombie. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. This is what and I'm thinking. And amazing. It's epic. epic. It's the scale is Off nothing the we've, I've seen before in any other zombie movie. It's so small. It's Even so... like Day of the Dead. Okay, they're in a, like there's a scene there's a mall, but this is. Crazy and off I'm, the hook. As I'm watching this, yeah. I'm like, I can't believe I've never heard of this or I've never seen this. Exa- I thought the same thing because it it is it's through the roof epic of what's going on, and he's trying to drive through all this madness. And like I said, this is where I think this might be where you see like the zombie nun, which I loved. Yeah, and like there's people just 
There's people screaming and, and being tackled by the space vampires and people that are still human. It, it, it's insane. It's, it's, there's so... It does a great job of creating confusion. Yes, there's so much Because there's a lot of people shot. who are alive and a lot of people who are zombies. Yeah. And yeah. Every shot has so much going on that you can't even, like... You have to watch it three, four times in a row like because every time you would see something different because right. there's so much chaos happening in yeah. each shot. And so Carlson's driving along. And he, he does this... He's driving to the cathedral where she is. He finds out she's in the cathedral. Space titties are sending up souls to be consumed. Okay. Yeah. So she he's driving there. And every once in a while, he'll just stop and take a dramatic pause and watch. And whenever he does that, he just gets swarmed <laughs> by zombies. Like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Like, why? I know. I thought, I was like, why are you stopping the place? Does, like, like, I got taken the scenery I got, here. Yes. <laughs> he does that once. He, like, stops and looks. He's like, oh, yeah. Then all of a sudden, he gets sworn. I'm like, okay, lesson learned. Don't do that you again. And he does it two more fucking times. Like the same thing. Like you might be like, okay, my, uh, my my girl and I, we took a year like a year or two ago. We went to we took a trip to uh, the Smoky Mountains. We drove in the mountains, and like you know, like okay, let's stop here and get uh, it's like oh, this is so pretty. Let's take a stop and enjoy the scenery. And that's what he's doing. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna stop and enjoy this chaos, chaos scenery, <laughs> this bloodshed. But then he's like, he like he doesn't expect like he's gonna get attacked by these dudes. Like, zombies. But when he, when he does, he's like, oh my god, yeah, I can't like, believe oh, this. Is, like I can't believe this is happening. Like what? What do you expect? Like <laughs> you stopped in the middle of a chaotic zombie <laughs> mutant vibe, like life sucking vampire outbreak. You didn't think you're gonna get attacked by these things? It's and he does it like three times. I know, I know. <laughs> he finally gets to the cathedral. He finally gets to the cathedral. He gets out, and there's just. Piles, piles of dead Love and it. dying bodies. The visual of this, like when he's inside mm. the cathedral, and you see that walking up. The, you see the at the at, at like, like the altar or the precipice or whatever the the the, the head area of the mm. cathedral is called. I forget the name, but you see the 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 the, the origin of the blue beam yes, shooting, straight, shooting up. straight out, and then like he's at the very back of the door, and you see like all the way down the aisle, all the pews. It's just hundreds mm. and hundreds of like dead bodies and dying. Like, Some is, of them are still like twitching. And it is. A awesome. great mm-hmm. shot. It's it's visually awesome to look yeah. at. So he's he's in the cathedral. Uh, then we cut to Kane, who is uh, driven his car back to the European Space Station Center to because that's where he thinks he's going. He's not sure that he he doesn't know where else to go. Um, <clears throat> and he meets up with Velada. Velada's there. And Velada starts breaking down some more vampire psychic mumbo jumbo. We're not going to get uh, yeah, into it. Please, thank you, because I like I can't handle this guy. Anymore. Yeah, I, not... I can't handle him anymore. And, and Velada's <laughs> looking all fucking creepy, and he's like, "There is life after death." And he's walking towards Kane, and Kane's like, "Don't come any fucking closer." Shoots Velada, and Velada's you know obsessed with death now and talking about death, and he falls to his knees. Velada's face starts to bubble and boil, yeah, and it looks really so good. Weird. And he goes, "Now I get to find out. It's my turn." He falls forward. Blue light erupts. When he falls forward, his ass is in the air, and blue light comes ripping out his ass like a hawk, <laughs> like a blue fart, <laughs> like a blue hawk ripping out the back of his ass. Just flies out into with that orb. His but soul is now left. Like, I, I thought this was weird because like, it made me question. Because like this whole time he's in this like secure building. Yeah, there's no chaos around him. There's not like well, when, when, when Sassy Pants gets there. There's not like the guard or the rest of people are like everyone's hey, gone. Everybody's gone. Like mm-hmm. he's just there chilling. So he does say Bukaki died. He Bukaki. goes, "Where's Bukaki? Bukaki's dead." But I get that. But like at this point, it's such it's such a stark 
compared to because outside yeah. it's chaos, everybody's Bend dying, them, yeah. and here it's peaceful, it's quiet. So you, it gives you the first it's safe here. So when he gets goes crazy and and, and, and sassy pants shoots, shoots him, him, and he starts boiling like his bubbling, skin, like bubbling. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like how long was he? When did he become? Infected or whatever. Infected, yeah. yeah. When did he become a vampire? Because you never see it. And which was like, was he a vampire maybe this whole time? Is that how he knew all this shit was going who, on? Who knows? Like, I, I don't know why. The only thing I can I, I, is again, this is, again, I'm confused again. Now I'm yeah. like, wait, what? What's happening? Now I'm starting to like, I'm starting to lose lose it again. I'm like, I don't like this. I'm I'm on board. I'm I'm flying high, and now I'm like. What the fuck are you doing, Life Force? Why is this happening? And he's shooting blue shit out of his ass. And I'm like, what What the fuck is going on? So, Vlad is gone. Kane looks over and he, you know, when Vlad... But I, again, I, we, I, we've, we've yeah. said it sometimes, the bubbling, boiling effect on awesome. his face. Awesome. Looks great. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. So, so okay. give the movie credit I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. So, then all of a sudden they cut back to... Um, so you know they they look pan over and they remember Vlad did say that he killed one of the male vampires and his body's there with a sword in his chest. Yeah, Kane rips out the sword, kaboom! Big explosion. The body turns into like a bat-like skeleton, and you know Kane has the sword now. Oh God! And Kane yes. Kane starts to leave. Uh, he he can't get back to his car because there's a bunch of zombies and for some reason his car's on fire now. <laughs> Who, f- yeah. who fucking knows why? It just explodes and flips over. Get, not only are they, 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 they uh, it, it's basically like, I don't know, I, I'm going to pick on Boston because I hate Boston right now. But it's like <laughs> if Boston won the, like, won a championship, they just like the riot. Everything, everything on fire. And so, like when the Red Sox won the World <laughs> Series in By the way, fuck you, Boston. Uh, Sorry. Boston's getting nice and drunk now. Yeah, I ain't getting real drunk. Bring up sports references in the, fuck in the end of this movie. So, Kane, I'm sorry, Boston listeners. I just hate your sports <laughs> themes and, and, and your. Fuck! Fuck you! All right, <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm done. Kane, I'm done. Kane, I'm all, done. <laughs> Kane, all of a sudden, like he realizes he can't get on. But don't worry, Kane is also a fucking marathon runner. Yeah, he is. Because he goes running into London with a handgun in one hand and a sword, and, like and a, a whack ass, weird ass sword, weird this ass like, sword in the other. This is again, this sword is something you would see in like a fucking video game. It's like a Dark Soul. No, not even Dark. Dark Souls had more realistic weapons. It's like a Final Fantasy. Kingdom Hearts yeah, it's, weird ass sword that makes zero fucking sense so in strange. reality. It's so strange. Yeah. So you know he he takes off on foot. We cut back to Space Girl. She's lying on the altar, transferring this energy to the spaceship. Oh, love this. She starts to reveal to Carlson, uh, and to Carlson's shock, she has fucking clothes on. God yeah, damn it! Like the whole time, why does she have clothes on now? Yeah. Like why of all now? Like, really? really? No. Now you're putting clothes on? No. Her? But that's, no. That's not the true shock. The true shock is that they're part of each other due to them sharing their life forces and thus have a psychic bond. So they're kind of one and the same. Yeah, but we already kind of knew that from the whole uh, yeah, uh, but, uh, Patrick Stewart in yeah, the hospital yeah, scene. Yeah, but now he, it's, now she, he's hearing it She's from the She's, I guess, from the source. Yeah, yeah, straight from the source instead of through Patrick Stewart. But whatever. So he's like, ugh. So he's, yeah, he's, I thought that was weird, too. Yeah. Like, I was so they're connected. They're connected. Like, I guess, was it... The first time I watched this, I was confused because she says, "We're you're one of us. Yeah. yeah. I, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, Is yeah. he a space vampire and does, with amnesia or something now? <laughs> does he not know? Like, when you say you're one, like, I got really confused. I won't lie. I got really confused. Or was it more metaphorical? Like, hey, you've, you're one of us now because yeah. we, we've, we've shared a symbol and now you're one of us. But I was like, 
So but he's not. But he's not sucking the life force out of anybody. So no. how is he really one I, of there's, them? There's, well, sh- they have that. They have a bond. Yeah, but so just they're, say, they're like they're just basically say we have a bond. We're say we're connected. We're connected. That makes more yeah. sense. Than you're one of us. Because one of us makes himself like a say, space vampire. She does say that they share a life force. So their their life force. But is that's shared. so different than saying you're one of us. That's, Fair enough. Fair enough. So. Aaron's getting pissed off. At me, so. <laughs> I'm just like we're all, we're getting the good stuff here, baby. But now you know how I feel during the 9662 <laughs> Jello Shot incident. Yeah, this is revenge was, for that. That was bad. <laughs> so Kane is running through this. Pardon me. Yeah, Kane is running through the streets like a fucking champ, just jogging through as cars are speeding past him. People are hanging out the doors, crashing into like double decker buses. Shit's exploding. There's a mob of zombies that are running at him. He starts to run away from him. He turns and he stops and looks one way, looks the other. Holy shit, there's another mob. Those mobs combine. Yes. They're chasing him down a narrow alley. Uber mob now. It, it's just a ton, And they look fucking terrifying. And yes. they're hot on his heels. They are. And he can tell. He's starting to get panicked. It's he's, a great scene. Yeah, you can tell because he's cool for a while. And then all of a sudden you can tell he's like, oh, I'm fucked. Yeah, sassy pants is finally starting yeah. to like, Finally starting to crack. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, luckily, some the burnt building kind of collapses. And it looks great. It, it collapses in the alley, and it's it stops the horde from getting to him. He kind of takes a breath, but he can't wait too long because all of a sudden a zombie appears behind him. Rah, turns around, headshot, boom! Right in the back of the head. Looks fucking fantastic. He starts hoofing it. He gets to the cathedral. Yes, he's that's right what I want to talk about. I want to talk about this because at the, like at the gate, the doors of this cathedral are is like a pile yeah, of bodies. Yeah, a pile of bodies. A Again, a huge bodies. pile of bodies, dead and dying, just massive. He starts to run up there. All of a sudden, a big blue orb comes flying in, stops in the gate, materializes, and it's the other male va- vampire who's alive. Silent Sexy! Silent Sexy's they, back. That's what I want to ask. Because like, is it the same? One of the, it's one of those two, right? Yeah. The, the yeah. Original well, one was killed like, by Vlad. Dr. Vlad. Is that who he killed? Yeah, Dr. Vlad killed one of them. Because I thought he just he killed some random no, dude. It, not, not... It, was, it was one of the male vampires. Okay. Dr. Vlad killed him, but and these, now the second one... We're talking about the ones who were blown up by Yes, Kanye. and now he's back. That's why I, well, I wanted to make sure we're talking about the because I, I swore I thought it was the same guy. So that's why I'm, I was so excited. <laughs> like, fucking Silent Sexy's back. Yes. Standing on this mound of dead bodies in a yeah. blue light. It's an epic shot. And he's got, like, a suit on? Yeah. Which is really weird. It it's, like, weird. with a tie... And it's floating in the background. Kane like falls over. He's kind of scared. He looks over at him and he goes, It'd be much less terrifying if you just come to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This like, is what, what he says. <laughs> silent sexy says. Yeah, that. silent sexy finally speaks. He says, It'd be much less terrifying if you just come to me. And Kane, being sassy, he goes, sassy That's man. exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> yes. And then runs up the stairs. And stabs him in the energy center. In the energy center source, yes. Yeah, two inches below the heart. Which, by the way, Silent Sexy deserved to die here because he had ample time yeah. to get out of the way. He goes, it's, not like, it's not like Sassy Pants was sitting like, directly in front of him and he's like, oh shit, you got me. I know. Sassy Pants is on his back, yeah. on the ground. After, like, running, like, after running through the streets of London, exhausted. exhausted. He's like at least 20, 30 feet away at the bottom of stairs, by the way. And yet, Science Sexy just stands there as Sassy Pants runs up the stairs with his sword and is like, let's, basically lets him now, stab him. Now, two, two Silent Sexy's defense, while he's standing there, he's got his arms outstretched and there's blue light just shooting out of his body yeah. all over the place. So I don't know if he's concentrating on that or not. May, no, you so, have a point. Maybe. Yeah. But I'm saying there was ample time for him to be like, oh shit, 
you know what? I will, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll shoot my blue energy out in a second. Let me move out of the way of this guy with a yeah. sword. Sassy Pants <laughs> runs up, stabs him. He starts screaming all kinds of crazy. Just madness, screaming. There's a big explosion. All of a sudden, it reveals this giant bat-like body. Yes. Looks at Kane and is like, See, that's where I get and, confused and again. And Kane falls over, screaming, like, oh, oh God. <laughs> Yeah, so, Pants had never saw the bad no, body. No, no, he just goes, oh my God. <laughs> but that's where I'm confused again. Because they said, we Bodies take, don't matter. Yeah, we, don't yes. have, we don't have a body. But if that's their original form, then they have, have a body. body. So, so I whatever. don't know what's going on. Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> but then again. it explodes. It explodes. <laughs> it fucking explodes. That's all that matters. Again, I don't have time to break it mad because fucking more explosions. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm uh, good. Back in. Back in. <laughs> Kane runs up. Luckily, the the magic sword didn't go flying off when it exploded. Right, it's right there. Right there. He picks it up, goes into the cathedral, <laughs> and this is when things you know it's calm. It's a little quieter, but there's blue light shooting up out of the floor, yeah. and there's a hole in the floor. And Kane runs up and looks down, and what does he find? Now they're naked. Carlson, Carlson, and Space Girl getting it on. Jerk off number seven. Just standing, standing up, mind you. Which takes talent, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, not talking making like, like. Have you ever had try, had, had try to have sex standing up? Yeah, but it's it's, it's not it, the easiest thing to it, do, especially if the, your proportions aren't correct. Yeah, you, you have know. to be. You have to match up height wise. Yeah, it, for you that. have to either squat down or pick someone Which is up. Which your or, legs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah you got. It's, it's hard. You got to train for that, baby. Those por- I gotta say, man, porn stars. <laughs> They're some athletes. <laughs> I give mad props to those dudes, man. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so it, it's sexy Kane, time. Down Kane the hole. sees him getting after it. <laughs> Space girl, they're naked. Get, Get it. And Kane starts his cock blocking ways. Get it done. Carlson! Yeah, Carlson! asshole! Like, dude, be a bro, man. Be a bro. Let him finish. Get, let the man finish. He is getting all the super hot chick. Let him finish. But he's like, no. He's like, hey, hey, hey. He's looking hey, down in the hole, and he's trying to get into the beam of light, but he can't because the beam of light, I guess, is hot or burning. He, Who knows? He can't get in there. He's just like, ah. Oh, he's trying to get down there. He starts yelling for Carlson. Carlson looks up, locks eyes with Kane. He's like, okay, I guess I gotta do what I gotta do. Ah, fuck you. Yeah. Fine. Kane tosses down the enchanted the, the sword. The weird ass sword. Carlson catches it in one fluid motion, stabs through the back of sexy space girl. While they're making out. While they're making out through her body and through his own piercing all the way through. So they're basically a human kebab. Yes, thank you. Hey, psychic connection there. Yeah. (laughs) They start to scream. More shit explodes. Boof. They go flying up into the spaceship. Okay, you do this to me all the time. You are speeding through this. because I am. Dude, not only do they stab themselves, which I'm like, fine. But then they turn into like, energy they turn yeah. like blue light and go get sucked up into the beam of blue light into the spaceship which is fucking insane and then it gets even weirder not like this movie that's weird enough but then they become human again yeah like, they, they, they go get, from they get corporal s- bodies to energy and then sucked they suddenly up. sucked up thousands of miles into space and then they reform in the spaceship, in the spaceship, back into their bodies, back into like, humping. What? <laughs> what? How is that fucking possible? They didn't die. Like, what? <laughs> what is happening? They get sucked up. The blue light stops. What the, is happening in this, this movie? The spaceship goes. All right, 
I guess we got enough. We got enough now. Later, the spaceship folds up, starts cruising off into space as blue lights tickle the outside yes. of the spaceship, just lighting up all over the outside of the by spaceship. Way, the spaceship looks like a space dick, by the way. Oh, man, it looks so many different references. It looks like a rose. It looks like a dick. It looks like a turnip. It looks like so many weird things. And a blooming things. rose is a metaphor for a vagina, too, by the way. <laughs> and it floats off into space. Following the comet, because the comet's still there. Yes, it's which- Back. How is that? It's been 30-something days at least. You're right. How is the comet still in orbit? You're right. The comet should be fucking gone. Long gone. But the comet's still there, and it just follows the comet You're away You're totally right. Space. I forgot about that. But then they cut back to Kane, who just stands there in his sweet London Fog jacket, staring at the sky. Blackout. With his turtleneck. Yeah, with his power <laughs> turtleneck. Power turtleneck. <laughs> Q Henry Mancini. <laughs> Roll credits. That's life That's force. That's life force. Woo! <laughs> I got way too drunk for this one. I'm sorry, guys. I am, I apologize. I wasn't expecting to get this worked up. No apology drunk. necessary. Buddy. Holy shit! All right, let's <laughs> uh, let's move on to favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. This is going to be interesting because I, I don't know how you would very classify a favorite kill yeah, in this it's, movie. Yeah, it's kind of deaths or, you know, I mean, I guess people got killed in the chaos, but I'm not going to pick that. I'm no, gonna, no, the chaos, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what I got. I have two in mind. I, I have, have a hard, to pick, hard time to pick between, but go ahead. I kind of have two also. So the okay. one I, I, I got to say, the uh, first one. I wonder if they're going to be the same here, but go on. Is the pathologist, <laughs> shriveled zombie who comes running at the gate, smashes into it and explodes. Because that's the first time something like that happens. And I'm like, holy shit, that was awesome. And that just started the whole snowball. You know, building and building, right. getting crazier and cra- crazier. And right when that happened, I'm like, damn, I'm in. I guess the second one, or honorable mention, would be, I guess, Patrick Stewart died when all of his blood left his body. And it formed into screaming, you know, I didn't sweet, think about, yeah, hot titty I guess, chick. I didn't think about that, but I guess technically he... He would have died. To, he would yeah. have had to have died. All of his blood left his body, formed sexy, you know, blood-covered titty girl. Yeah. Screams and turns into a plot of blood. That's my honorable mention. But the first one, that's that's my wow. favorite. You know what? I didn't think about that. Because my, 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 off the top of my head, my first two was uh, the very first Joe Schmo security guard who gets the very sucked first up. sucked yeah. up. Because that's the one that sets the pace. Like, yeah. holy shit, and they get the lights everywhere. This is awesome. My number two was pathologist who... Hits that Smash, fence wall, yeah. turns it because that's awesome. But when you said Patrick, you're like, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's great because yeah, he 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 would be dead. Yeah. He, there's no blood left. He'd be dead, and that's a great point. Mm-hmm. So, man, so then there's really three, and I don't. I'm torn. But I I really don't know if I could pick just one. I love the pathologist when he hits that fence wall and explodes in dust. It's amazing. That's my favorite. That's yeah. absolutely amazing. But Patrick Stewart, that epic blood coming out is so... And honestly, for a sci-fi horror, it's not like a jump scare, but if you were... It's put, fucking creepy. It's fucking creepy as shit, man. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. scary to think... Like, to put yourself in that shit and you witness that happening, I'd be like, I'd be shitting my pants. Yeah. I might be jumping off that fucking helicopter <laughs> right, taking right, my chances. Right. Like, maybe I'll land in some water or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm not staying in here. Right. But... Man, that's a good one. Um, all right, I will. I'll take. Um, I'm still gonna take. I think I'm done with you. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna stick with the path, the pathologist exploding the dust when he yeah. hits the fence. 
Uh, Patrick Stewart is probably going to be, and, and the very first suction energy guy are probably my, my close seconds, those two tied. But I'm going to take the same one to use it. I'm going to take the pathologist yeah, so explosion good. death. Because that was an insane, incredible effect, too. Because mm. that, especially if you look like the special effects required to make that happen as opposed to the other two are much more intensive and, right. and, and, and extra, like, uh, impressive, I'll say, especially for 1985 to make that happen. Yeah. And as seamlessly as it did, because there wasn't like a, that, that clear moment, like, okay, where it, you know, in a lot of movies where you see like, oh, here's the actor. Okay, there's the, you can see the cut to where it went to the fake or whatever. It was pretty seamless and looked great. So I'll, I'll take the same one you did. I hate to do it, but I'm going to do it. Hey, that's cool. All right, let's move on to odds and ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right, this is where I'm going to take back over. Uh, Aaron, you crushed it, by the way. That was awesome. <laughs> well, thank you, you did a good, great job. Uh, ratings, IMDb, 6.1 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 58% on the thermometer with a 45% audience score. So pretty high scores for what we see yeah, on our show. Yeah. Um, Amazon, 4 out of 5. Pretty good. Pretty damn good. Uh, I'm skipping over plot keywords for time. Uh, let's do the tr- trivia. Uh, Matilda May had to learn her lines uh, phonetically. Phonetically, uh, yeah. Thank you, phonetically. I'm getting a little drunk. After <laughs> For her audition as Space Girl because she didn't know any English at the time of this movie. Uh, also, she, she may learn how to speak English during the six months she spent in England making this movie. So this was a good movie for her. She learned yeah. to speak English from this movie. So good for her. Um we talked about the uh, John McClane scene where she walked through the gl- yes, broken glass. Yes. She had rubber soles glued to the bottom of her feet in order to <laughs> so that she wouldn't cut herself walking through the broken glass. I'm glad they're looking out for her. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking as much as we ra- ranted and raved about how great she is in this movie, like, well, she barely speaks, but how hot she is in this movie. She only has seven minutes of screen time in this entire movie, which is two hours long. Well, she definitely fucking but steals the show. She, well, she's a fucking smoke show yeah. who's naked the entire time. Of course she did. But seven minutes of a two-hour movie where she's basically, the, she is the main protagonist yeah. or antagonist. She's only in for seven minutes. Uh, Toby Hooper came up with the idea using Haley's Comet in the screenplay rather than an asteroid belt as originally used in the novel as the comet was going to pass by Earth the uh, Following like the, the 1986, 86, yeah. yeah. So he, I actually remember seeing that when I was a kid. I did too. My parents woke yeah. me up at like midnight. It's like, hey, yeah. it's coming. And they came in, woke me up, and like, we're going to see the comic. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And we went out, and I saw the comic. I remember, I remember so seeing it, cool. it. Yeah. Uh, I was very, very grateful for my parents to, for doing that for me. Uh, so thank you, mom, dad, if you ever listen to this, which I'm sure you won't. Uh, <laughs> the filmmakers briefly considered waxing Matilda May in order to make her appear less nude, uh, which is weird because I would make her more nude. Uh, I guess they maybe like put like a wax coat over her whole body. Yeah. When I said wax, I'm thinking you're gonna rip off the pubic yeah. hair, which would make her more nude. <laughs> but uh, the idea was ultimately rejected because it actually had the opposite effect and made her look like more nude, which is weird. weird. It's a really weird thing. Uh, anyway, so Sir Sir Patrick Stewart, this is his first on-screen kiss with a dude. <laughs> his first on-screen kiss was was with a dude his in this movie. On-screen kiss. This is a guy who's got a storied career on storied television career. and movies. And, and not just movies, but like Theater. Shakespeare. Yeah. He's a accomplished Shakespearean yeah. actor. Uh, yeah, his first on-screen kiss was this movie with a fucking dude. And that just shows you how much of a professional he is. Yes, he is. I love... I remember year, like a year ago or so... I'm sorry, we're going to off on tangent but i remember you and i were sitting at a bar i think it was seven and and i remember like i brought it up like hey if of all the people like who would you like to have to sit down and have a beer with you know like of all people like just yeah. have a conversation with 
And I forget who you said, but I, my two people were Stan Lee and Patrick Stewart. Those are good ones. And yeah. it was like, because not only is he he's such a great actor and so professional, but he's got a really great, I think, sense of humor. He's down to earth. He's down yeah. to, But if you listen to like the stuff he does on like American Dad, the voiceover, yeah. he's very self like, like, he would be such, I think, just an awesome person just to hang out with and have a beer with and talk to you and have a conversation. I love Patrick oh, Stewart. Oh, another fun little piece of Patrick Stewart trivia. Just about two or three years ago, he finally had his first slice of pizza. Wow. He's like, I've just never been interested. Dude, I'm like 80 years old. I might yeah. as well have a piece of that. He's, he's like, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, so uh, the actor Frank Finley was now, who I think played, uh, he might have been flawed or something. I forget who he was. Uh, was not allowed to use his German accent for his role because Matilda May, who had never acted in English, was using his voice as a guide in how to act in English. Uh, likewise, Michael uh, Gothard was not allowed to do a German accent for a certain reason. So we had a lot of foreign actors, mm-hmm. so some German. We're not allowed to speak, use their accents because it would throw off Matilda May and her uh, ability to follow the script and, and do her lines. Um, oh, the model for the alien spaceship, which I said looked like a space dick, was partially was modif- was. Uh, uh, Modeled after an artichoke and meant to be designed, and here we go, meant to be designed like a giant penis. Okay, fine. So there you go. <laughs> artichoke dick. Uh, art, it's an artichoke dick. Uh, the Canon Group uh, and the Golden Globus Productions, the Golden Blowers, which were very famous in the Canon Group, uh, were renowned for making low-budget movies. Again, they also produced uh, Superman Four: The Quest for Peace, which is notoriously one of the worst movies ever made, and Masters of the Universe, which you all talked about, and um, were this movie. Uh, Life Force, Superman 4, and The Quest of Feast were their three most expensive movies that they ever made. So they, this is where they like broke the budget. They went all in. Yes. This, this, along the this was their effort to make a blockbuster. Yes. Uh, this is awesome. Billy Idol, the rock star Billy Idol, was considered for one of the role of sexy silent vampires. Uh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Except he wouldn't be able to speak. Yeah. You know, you need to be like, we rebel that. you. I want more. More, more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a good just day for a white could, wedding. If he could just do a sneer, though. Just a just sneer. A, a just a little sneer, his, yeah. His sneer that he does, yeah. But that would have been a great cameo. Like, yeah. He should have done that just regardless. That would have been awesome. Uh, and Colin Wilson, the author of the original books, The Space Vampires, very much disliked the film with his verdict being, well, at least there's a lot of full frontal nudity and <laughs> called it the worst movie adaptation of all time. <laughs> what an asshole. What an ass, yeah. <laughs> all right, so um, that being done, that's all I got for Osnand. Uh, yeah. I, I, now, I know, Aaron, you did a lot. I did a lot of research. Yeah, so it. I'm hoping. Did you do the budget? I saw it. Fuck you! I couldn't help it, man. I mean, Damn it's the, it! It's, it's right there. All right, well, honest, we don't get to play it, but I'm glad you're honest. We you don't know. get to but for you listeners at home... Take a guess, listeners. Yeah, take a guess. Uh, the estimated budget of this movie was $25 million. And it shows. It shows. It shows. Uh, now, do you know about the gross? I do not. All right, well, we'll play that game then. Total? Total. We have opening weekend and total gross. I do know it was a bust. I do know that. Okay. Opening- because because all, all everything I read just kept saying the major the film was a flop. The film was a flop. The film was a flop. All right, then fuck, we're not. Gonna but do but it. I, I I think if I'm not mistaken, I and again I don't remember. Was it 11 million? All right. Opening weekend in the U S. June 19, uh, 1985 was four million two hundred nine thousand one hundred thirty six dollars. Total gross was eleven million six hundred three thousand five hundred fifty four. That. 
Now, I found this interesting. I did a little um, deeper dive into the, where the movie ranked. It's funny. So it ranks 440th all time in the science of science fiction movies. So it's the hmm. 440th top grossing science fiction movie of all time. Uh, three, That's weird. 379th horror movie of all time. 1,191 uh, films based on books. And it came in at 68 box office, number 68 in 1985. So 67 other movies grossed higher than that in 1985. In Oof. 1985, it beat out such movies as Silver Bullet, Return to Oz, and American Ninja, were movies it beat in 1985. Oh, American Ninja. But huh? other movies from 1985 that did better were Clue. Oh, I love Clue. Love Everybody loves oh. Clue. Real Genius. Weird Science, Porky's Revenge, Teen Wolf, The Breakfast Club, and The Goonies. 1985 was a goddamn good year for movies. Yeah, a lot of competition there, Other too. movies that beat Life Force in the horror genre, Return of the Living Dead, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Friday the 13th Part 5, Fright Night, and the original Day of the Dead. You were fucked. There was no way Life Force yeah. even could have made a dent. You want to take, the, take a guess at the top three movies of 1985? Uh, Cocoon? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so... I like did. You put all your eggs in that basket. I did. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Cocoon? Really? <laughs> it came out in 1985. Come on. <laughs> That's when Don Amici and fucking Wilford Brimley were all dancing right. doing the tango. How can Life Force compete? Number, number three. The, the top... The number... The third grossing movie of 1985 was Rocky Four. Oh, my God. You had Rocky Four. Rocky number four two is in 85? 85. Number two. You sure it's Rocky Four? This is, yes, Rocky Four. Mm. That's what it said. Number two, Rambo First Blood Part Two. Two Sylvester Stallone movies were the top two grossing, top two of the top three grossing movies of 1985. I don't think that's right. Number one movie in 1985 was like 300 million plus dollars, Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. You were fucked, Life Force. Yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah. So, um, so what would you rather go see, Goonies or Life Force? That's a stacked year. Not just yeah. Goonies, but Breakfast Club, Weird Science, mm-hmm. Real Genie, uh, some John Hughes. That was a goddamn. That's a good year. Yeah, that's a good you're year. Pretty screwed. Um, so let's move on to the five star reviews. Is this your guilty pleasure? Five star reviews. Now, there were a shit ton of reviews for this movie. 426 total reviews. 47% of them are five stars with only 10% one stars. And because we're running along, I'm not going to do the the one stars this week. We're just going to do the five stars. So from Object Reality writes, it's really a four star movie, but I'll give an extra star for Matilda May and her perfect body. Booyah. The story is an interesting premise, which I could see a modern franchise around. And it's more interesting than Underworld in my humble opinion. Five stars. Weird. Mr. Pinchy writes space jugs and even wrote in his title, he made the booby the booby emoji the booby emoji in his uh, sci-fi plus eighties plus memories plus practical special effects equals five stars. Very hey, simple. I gotta, I gotta go with it. Space boobies. Space boobies. Well said, Mr. Pinchy. Mark J. House. Anybody that knows their stuff knows the true vampires do not drink blood. They absorb your soul slash life energy. Thus the term life force. Extremely powerful psychic abilities like telekinesis as well. But enough of that. Storyline, a massive spaceship approaches Earth that is spooky to look at. 
to begin with. People are showing up on the streets soon after that act very cold and silent, much like Invasion of the Bias Snatchers, which I didn't get that at all. These are not alien clones, however. Psychic vampires from outer space! Exclamation mark. They are not at all what they appear to be. Wait until you see their true physical form. You will flip out! For some reason, they are especially interested in one particular man. They do not just seem to want to kill him for some reason. Now, why would that be five stars? Hmm. Stephen Reed writes, This film is more believable than most of your vampire films <laughs> seen these days. Five stars. Okay. From J- SJB. Entitled, She Can Suck the Life Out of Me Anytime. <laughs> I love it when Matilda May is naked and it's every scene. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> From Trevor Wilmser. This is right wrote in uh, all bold, all caps. The so, greatest fake naked space vampire zombies from Haley's Comet running amok in London end of the world movie ever made. Five stars. <laughs> True. <laughs> and lastly, from Creature Art. One of the reviews that are on this page said the movie was good, but not a masterpiece. Wrong! This underrated creative and imaginative film is Toby Hooper's sleeping masterpiece. This flick is absolutely beautiful. If you are not conditioned like most of the world, then you will most likely love this flick. It's flat out different from anything you've ever seen before and different in a great way. If you still have an imagination and you watch these types of movies and turn into a little kid again, then this flick is for you. And one more thing. A lot of you said this movie is hard to understand and the plot and the, the plot holes insult your intelligence. Well, number one, come on, people. It's just a fun sci-fi horror flick. It's not real. It make It's make-believe. Don't take it so serious. Number two. If you pay attention, the movie makes perfect sense. Movie fans with a Z. It seems to me that this is one of those movies you either love or you hate. The reviews I read from people that loved it, the film were very intelligent and meaningful reviews. The reviews I read from people I didn't like the flick sound like they were sci-fi nerds that couldn't take anything new or different or that stays away from the run-of-the-mill alien movies. Or you just don't like Toby Hooper. Anyway, take it from me. This movie is pure entertainment, and I love it! I believe that real honest movie fans with a Z will love it too. Later on, fellow horror fans, E-N-J-O-Y. Five stars. I do love (laughs) how he said, I read the comments from others who gave it five stars, and they are intelligent, well-thought people. Space Jugs! Five stars, space jugs, <laughs> intelligent, well thought out comments, space jugs. So there's that. <laughs> well read. He kind of kind of went a little deep there. I did. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know what you were channeling, but I don't know either. There's the booze. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> end this. Uh, our final thoughts. Our, our breakdown. Aaron, uh, you always take this oh, off. So go so ahead. So bad. It's good. good. My God, was this movie so much fun. Holy crap. I just could not. I, I, I didn't. You know what? The first 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, boy, I don't know if this is going to be. Because it had the the start off in space. It kind of had the slow build. It started off a little slow. 15 minutes is kind of a long time to kind of have nothing happen in a movie. You know, especially with these today's audiences, things got to fucking kind of happen. You know, you got to have something to kind of pique my interest and get going. 15 minutes in, you're in space, and it's drawn out and kind of slow. And actually, I, I the first time I watched it, I fell asleep in the first 15 minutes. I was already fucking tired, though. 
But man, right when she starts sucking the life out of it, and you see her naked, and then she's blowing shit up, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm in. And you just go off. Yes, there's plot holes. Yes, the story kind of falls apart. And in my research, I found that actually they filmed, the movie was like a half hour longer. The movie, like they cut a whole bunch out, and that helped. They said that the uncut version explains a lot of the plot holes and more, more of the mysteries. But god damn is this movie so much fun. Space jugs, fuck yeah. <laughs> zombies getting sucked, like zombies exploding, crashing and stuff, fuck yeah. Patrick Stewart puking blood to make space bo- <laughs> blood boobies, blood boobies, fuck yeah. London burning, exploding, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. There, there was something I missed also in my description. There's a scene when a when a blue light goes down into the London subway system, into the tube system, and just starts killing all these people, and it's oh, yeah. awesome, yeah, we've, and we've flies back thing. out. It's fucking awesome! This movie is amazing. It's so much fun, and well acted. Sometimes they're a little too straight, but that just makes it more enjoyable. Get the, check it get out. The British actors, man. Moon Goons, check it out. It's so good. Uh, 100% agree. Uh, I can't believe I didn't see this movie before. Uh, although I, you know, at first I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. The first 15 minutes a little slow. I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm okay with that because if you look at a lot of sci-fi movies, even Alien, like Alien, if I remember correctly, had a really slow build. Like it wasn't, you know, and yeah. all these movies have that. You have to they build up the suspense, build up the terror. It's not a slash movie where you got the cold kills and all that stuff. I'm okay with that. The stuff in between, something like the. You know the the office meeting stuff like that that exposition. stuff gets dragged. Exposition gets dragged on, but everything you said I agree with, hundred percent. So bad it's good. This movie's insane. Yes, it's long, but you know what? It's well worth. You gotta watch this movie at least once. Yeah. Uh, Aaron said you watch it three times. I've watched it at least twice. Um, def- I, I I'm not gonna drag on because we're running really really long this week. But so bad it's good. Hundred percent. Go out and watch this movie. Like I said. The, the Patrick's from blood titties, yeah, blood titties, blood space titties. titties. Matilda May is smoking hot. Everything, watch it for that, and you get boobies constantly. <laughs> it's amazing. It's an amazing movie. The special effects blow you away for 1985, especially when you think it's a canon movie. Canon movies normally suck, but they went all in on this one, and it shows. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Just watch this and enjoy it. Um, that's it. I'm done. We're done. We'll be back next week with another movie. So in the meantime, guys, watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight. Space titties.